0: to the Glorious Bards recap episode. We are coming to you live from our new studio, so that's why I don't know where to look when I'm talking to you right now. (laughs) Uh, If you're watching us on video, we're excited. We just got a whole bunch of stuff dialed in. Uh, We're still got some more work to do with our our video uh, template and getting some cool effects and stuff on there. But uh, right now, we're super excited to be in our studio together. This episode, we're going to go through uh, a recap of the different episodes we've done and just kind of go through each different episode, what happens. P- players can talk about moments that were important to them and kind of get all the way up to the current spot where we're at now. This is not going to be a quick Jeremy recap. <laughs> this is going to be a long one where we're all just talking, spending a few minutes on each episode. And I'm going to bring up the show notes for each one. Just... Um, before we begin, let's have a quick recap of our real fast sentence or two of each of our characters starting season three. We have Ignol Heavybringer.
1: Ignol uh, you know, is a dwarf from the north. Barbarian. Loves to swing hammers and swords and axes into faces. Kind of a one-trick pony that way. Likes to get angry. Loves to swear, loves to drink. And he's the best dwarf there is. All right. And then,
0: then we have Idrisil over here. Tell us about Idrisil.
2: Idrisil, the elven ranger here, folks. <laughs> Idrisil was a woodland elf ranger from the uh, Ocaran Forest of Iveron. He is a rambunctious, kind of boastful son of a bitch. Um, loved getting under everyone's skin, especially Jix at the time. And yeah, that was
0: interesting. All right. And then uh, we had Jix the Goblin Alchemist.
3: Uh, Jix the Jix uh, from uh, Mirshkan and uh, Street Urchin turned uh, Best Alchemist in Navarre. Um, he did uh, some kick ass stuff and he was uh, um, uh, pretty much the best of the group um, for the most part, um, except for the rest of them. Uh, besides the rest of them, he was the best. So sure, that's Jicks.
0: Okay, and then we had Xanner the Gnome Sorcerer.
4: Xanor! Xanner is the is the original party member. He's the OG Xanner. And he was never knew where he came from, but he wanted to be an adventurer, wanted to be a hero, found a couple of other guys in Edlin Home who would take him along with them, and kind of learned a lot of magic on the way. Specifically, found out that he's really good at fire.
0: Alright. And then we had Killian, the priest of Carahel.
5: Yeah, Killian, uh, whose accent has not been used in a really long time, so I'm really <laughs> <a> long time. <laughs> uh, was originally from the Thousand Isles, uh, traveled to Edlin Home to uh, study at the Temple of Carahel. And traveled with the group for a bit as their healer.
0: All right. And then uh, Christopher's in the middle, did not join us right away, so you'd just be completely silent the whole time. All right! (laughs) Uh, Episode one of season three, Welcome to Edlin Home. The notes read, we start with meeting our new heroes before tossing them right into a chase down a mountainside. The group then returns to the quiet town of Edlin Home where they run into a strange little goblin and hear of trouble at a nearby farm. All is not well at the farm as our heroes quickly stir up trouble for themselves and the locals with lives at stake. Any thoughts on this one? What happened there?
2: I mean, the start of this episode was one of the most fun adventures ever like whipping down a mountain mm. yes.
4: snowboarding and shooting behind you in the air yeah. rolling super 19s that was yeah. it was some major archery happening like
2: three natural 20s in our first episode yep. two of them you know I said he was boastful
4: we'll <laughs> and Ignall turned Xanner into a break
0: <laughs> that's right yeah mm-hmm.
5: and I think Killian cut Xanner loose from uh, trailing uh, behind at one point
0: yep Sorry, good luck. And then from that chase, we went to the town of Edlin Home, which became the home base where several of you were from. Not all of you, but several of you were from. So we got to know some people in the town, some places, like Xanner's dad has a tavern. Right. There was a, a, a lodge that Ignal worked at, that kind of stuff. So Thank we got the to lodge. know, Thankful lodge. Uh, got to know a little and bit and about land. the town. The
2: Portner, the old kind of wise sage, Idrisol's caretaker, sort That's of right. master, the master archer of Varen. Uh,
1: um
3: a game wizard but And then along comes Jitch. <laughs> right.
4: Yeah like starting a fight.
2: Trouble though. We went to um the Malin farm or Malin to investigate some
5: stuff because the mayor was telling us oh that, uh, you know, yeah the, the
2: first uh NPC was that an episode one
0: Douglas. yeah all right episode one yeah dead little baby At bottom hill what oh yeah. my god yeah I remember that? oh that was horrific Brutally yeah. shredded yeah. people yeah yeah all right moving on to episode <laughs> two <laughs> <laughs> i was in a dark
6: place yeah <laughs> what the heck?
0: Let's go through some stuff. <laughs> uh, episode two is called Farm of Irony. And let me see if uh, I can find this. Hold on. Hold bottom on. Hill. Yeah, Bottom uh, Hill. Is it, yeah. Uh, let me go home. Is there show notes here on Spotify? Taking a quick look. Oh, my God. It's not <laughs> coming up. Uh, farm of Irony. That's where you guys actually went to the farm on top of Bottom Hill. And you what happened there? You guys remember?
4: Yes. There were... Uh, Great big holes, lots of bloodshed, no one surviving that we could tell. And then another gnome, a freaking other little guy that looked like Xaner, who also had magic, attacked us, and that was the, the aforementioned Vargalos. And then he brought out, uh, with his ring, a freaking Encrav. Oh, the
0: worm. What, what's an name? What's a... It's
4: the the, the Tremors worm. <laughs> Essentially. Best way to put it, yeah. Big, giant, damn worm beast uh, that's shot at uh, spit acid.
2: Burrowing under the ground. Burrowing under the ground. Mm -hmm. This nightmare for all these people. It's like our first mission.
0: I then show, though, quickly after that, in this episode, the heroes then plunge into a face carved out of the side of a chasm and get far more than they bargained for. Oh. So you guys left. So we
4: we yeah. defeated Vargalos, or, or, or like we did. We, like, we yeah, took him out, yeah. and then yeah. we followed his steps back to his camp, where he had a little map, had a scrawled-out map that had... Uh, it and had the treasure, the swamp witch. Yeah, the swamp witch. Right, that's right, the swamp witch, the treasure. And then there was the tower, like the the uh, the cog tower. And we're like, oh, that seems important. So we started going up to uh, where that tower was. And on the way there, there was a canyon, and there was a face carved out of the side of the canyon. We And there was like three faces. Yeah. Right, like different, different emotional faces. And the one that was screaming... We figured it was a good idea to go inside the Screaming Mouth. Brian. We'll just
2: jumped right into that, went unconscious immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to go back there.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, right before that, we also met uh, Harleo and his snakes, that shitbag bag. Oh, Arleo. Yeah.
0: yeah. Harleo on the way back. So who's Harleo? Harleo.
1: We'll find out a little bit more about him. Later. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but he was a he was a guy who had bags of snakes and did, didn't seem all the up and up. And he said he was going to meet a friend at Edlin
0: Home. Oh, I think that might be a recurring theme too. We'll find out more about that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so then I've got episode three. And stop me if I if you guys have stuff to add. I'm just gonna well, going to keep going.
5: Well, we were talking about episode two, the cave. Um... And, you know, I think Xander's the only person that would actually know about... Oh, no, not Jax. Never mind. He's dead.
4: Um, (laughs) It's
0: true. Of the entire party that exists now, I would have to convince you guys... Oh, yeah. By the way, this is heavy spoiler if you didn't get that at all. (laughs) Heavy spoiler. Oh, yeah. Uh,
5: So, yeah. Um, We need to go back there because I'm very interested in what whooped our butts uh, at the time. I say we abandon our all of our other missions <laughs> and
0: leave immediately for the we're cave. we find
1: a lot of things we forgot about.
0: <laughs> all right. Episode three, uh, Tower of the Gear. Yes. Our heroes battle their way through a forgotten tower to find a secret they've traveled far to find. Dangerous guardians, a collapsing structure, a mysterious stranger from the sky and a missing girl all await them.
3: There's a lot to now. that happened in
0: that one.
4: That was a big episode. Yeah. yeah it, it, so the Master Gear tower <laughs> that was on the map, uh, we, we went into the tower, and there was uh, what seemed to be a, a really old library, but there was this specter, this ghost, that was kind of the guardian of the tower, and we had to convince it that we were worthy of, of being heroes. Mm-hmm. And then it, said, it started us and said, you're worthy to take the tests. And so we started going through different challenges, literally working our way up this tower, And getting to the top, when we finally did, we pulled a switch, and literally a second identical tower came up out of the ground. And we had to uh, cross over a a bridge space to get to that tower, where we found this giant gear mixed around with a whole bunch of other gears floating out of the sky. And uh, Jix Jix. lockpicked it, I think, right?
3: Yeah, got the gear from within this orb of other Oh, that's right. um, Of other Floating stuff. Um, and as soon as that happened... Yeah, Higgy and Jix almost died. We were caught he, in the You were tower. caught
4: in the tower because it, was, yeah, it yeah, immediately, it was immediately started thinking.
3: The tower started to like, sink. And mm-hmm. Jix fell, I
2: believe, down to the bottom. yeah. We, I, I with or without ear, the gear, I, I have Idrisul takes two points of hair damage, so it's a very serious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and if, there's a lot of stuff we're gonna be going over. Some of it's just fun. Some of it's not terribly important. This stuff, though, is highlighting. This would be highlights. We're talking about a, a, a cog for a chain gate that becomes really important later on. And then there's a visitor from the sky who is also this, really yeah. important later on. Yeah, yeah. is that one of the golden that. golden god guys? Yep. Yeah, specifically. Uh, First time, first time you, you meet them. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah and, uh, and wasn't it wasn't it Sildren who
3: or, uh, Killian. or Killian who spoke with the uh, the first time?
5: Uh,
4: no, I no, think Xander uh, no. Zan- as Zan- Argos, Zan- right? Because oh, Onycrin came right. down and, and said, "Where have you been?" And Xander immediately assumes, "Like, oh, he's talking to the other guy," mm-hmm. and so Xander. Became Vargolos. I am Vargolos, and how dare you talk to me that way? And and completely thought he pulled it off,
6: mm.
4: uh, and continued to every time there was another encounter with a new hero, he would assume it was Vargalos that they were asking for for a while, and and it, it worked out. But a couple times, yeah. At, at this point, like like when when he quest like. The autocrat came down, talked to uh, Varglos, and rather than saying job well done, he quested him with more things and said, Now you have to do part B, C, and D of our plan.
0: And so we learned what BC and D was, but now we have to like either complete it or thwart it. Depending on what we come and up then, with. and the key thing here we're talking about is what they were called the honor crin So this was a weird group somewhere else that were like making Extra an planar. image or a hologram or something like that, or, or teleporting someone in to talk. And they were manipulating this gnome on the mountain and all this stuff. So the honor crin became this behind the scenes, uh, Threat uh, early on. I also wanted to mention the previous episode with the faces uh, became a uh, an eye-opening like wow this can be super dangerous. And then again in this episode when several of you were caught as the tower's going down, while that wasn't a battle of damage, that was like a boolean of are you going to die or not instantly. Like, yeah. Ooh, like that was a little harsh early on.
7: <laughs> if I'm gonna admit it. But,
4: it, but it really did like yeah. make it clear like oh this is a life or death scenario. Yeah, welcome to like, the campaign. Yeah, I mean because
0: got bad. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move. Another thing that
1: happened yes. in that
4: tower is
6: we lost
1: a month. Oh, That's right.
4: right. Yeah. yeah, we just lost a bunch of time.
3: Yeah, that was yeah. Cool. the weather completely was cool. changed between going in right. and coming out. That's right.
0: All right. Um, episode four, Den of Serpents.
7: Mm-hmm. Mm. A huge new
0: ally awaits the heroes in their search for the Swamp Witch, but the adventure takes a turn deep underground to an ancient city inhabited by a dangerous race of primitives. What dangerous happened there? Targ.
2: We started this episode. In they were the, dangerous. The and forest heading towards that Swamp Witch, like you just mentioned. And
0: why? Why are we going after her? There was a, a missing a child. Girl. There was a there. missing girl. And a yeah. missing girl. A yeah. quest we'll yeah. for a missing girl.
2: But on the way there, um, Jeremy just said the name, we met a giant. Um, oh, yeah. Chark. I have it right here. Chark. 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 And he was like guarding a cave um, and like talking about snakes and lizards and stuff and trying to kill them all and stuff. So we, we inquired, you know, trying to befriend this giant not
4: knowing... Something. Not just befriend, yeah. he, he made a pet out of Iggy. <laughs> yeah. He thought he was the sure. best. He picked you up and just kept yeah. hitting you on the head, petting you.
2: Yeah, so we headed down into the cave and we met a bunch of
5: um, Zulgoth. Yeah. Oh, Lizard, uh, nice. Uh, Lizard folk. folk. Yeah. yeah. We tri- fairly primitive.
7: Yeah, be a toka. What yeah. was he all about?
1: This He's was her
7: first, <laughs> first appearance. Oh, Toka. I don't even remember... His accent. uh, very, 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 very very primitive. From what I remember, uh, he was kind of pulling a little bit of the wool over the eyes of his tribe. He was trying to, you guys had come in and he needed to make it seem like you guys were worthy.
4: It was the coolest thing. So we went into the initial cave and then we went deeper into the cave after, after defeating what Charg said was like the actual threat. And we found out that there was another level and when we went to that other level, we went underground, and there was this entire city of blue stone, this buried area, and uh, there were statues of elves. And when we stopped fighting for a hot second, uh, all of the Zulgoths saw Idrisil and like bowed down to him like he was a god. And so then that's what it was. And that's, that's what, then is. Toka came out, and uh, we then had to do the. Uh, prove ourselves right and, and to free the god from this mortal coil
7: he also didn't he didn't want you exploring this other city because that was absolute death if you were to go there mm-hmm. but he had to have the tribe convinced that you were at least godlike and willing or worthy of walking around without you know insistence and everything because uh, <clears throat> if you started that and i think his life was in peril too like i couldn't remember like they wouldn't believe you. Right,
4: because you're you t- tentative losing your power, yeah, well, okay. because you're the second in command. Yeah. What was she her was, name?
7: Yeah. Well, she
4: didn't uh, believe in us. Um, she
2: was very dumb uh, Solar Seth.
4: Yeah, yeah. Solar Seth.
2: She did not trust herself for a
0: blank.
4: Nope. Yeah. Versus Lunar Seth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was the sister, and she didn't want to play. <laughs> uh, for me, what was interesting from the Game Master side on this episode was showing the first hints of the first age of Varenne without yeah. really pointing that out, but just some of these ruins and some of these gods is kind of interesting. I remember Jeremy, or at least just being, I want to explore all this stuff. It was like, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, all right, so that, it was only half the, of the Zolgath duo episodes. That was the first half getting in. The second half is when uh, Christopher joined us uh, and that was episode five? Five, I think, yeah. Uh, All right, let's go to episode five just real fast if I can find it here. Ascension. 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 Oh, yes. Is that what they we named the episode? Uh, We named anything else. Beneath an underground city, the heroes have been (laughs) captured by a tribe of troglodytes viewed as both prisoner and demigods. The heroes must prove their powers to the troglodyte chief and his people. Challenge after challenge the heroes embark on one final task that takes them through a dangerous tower and the deadly denizens that live within.
4: Yeah. Deadly denizens. Jix came to play with his potions. (laughs) This was the first time that he was like, hey, I I can do things for you guys, too. And so we would... We had the juggernaut. Had the juggernaut would juiced up and, like, tore our clothes a little bit. We
3: had... Oh, the one where you could eat to eat really gross things and not take... uh, um, damage. Uh, what's it? Constitution. Const- damage. Constitution
0: damage. Uh huh. What else? Well, yeah. what about the ascension of the flesh?
5: Yeah, it was a series of trials. Um, they went pretty much as expected, which is
4: <laughs> no, they did. <laughs> no, it, it was so good because there were four different instances where they were perfect. Right? We we uh, did these
2: amazing feats. Uh, was strength. Big strength challenge. Second challenge was knowledge or magic. Third challenge Tore that was up. courage.
4: And the f- dexterity. It, did yeah. it should have been dexterity, I believe. There right. is the, and then
2: there was the yeah. challenge yeah.
3: where Id- Idrisil fell Idrisil, on his face. Idrisil yes. natural
4: wand on his face yeah. and got completely yeah. stuck yeah. in the goo. The,
3: the one high god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was at to the,
2: show uh, them. Looking at the, the chieftain you
7: know, and the second you know, lieutenant, it's like. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> a, a second try, a second try, which
5: I think Even failed as well. Uh, yeah. Killian pulled off a cool trick during that whole thing, and we—he he had a torch, like the ever-burning yeah. torch, which oh, caused like nice. no yeah. no heat damage, and he had to like—I think funny. it was like the proving the courage or whatever, or something it might along have those have Been the only success, <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. And
2: well, yeah, you know, like had to kill an alligator or something. Well, yeah, a yeah. with an or... elemental toss for the second challenge, and just completely. Burst a jet of water off of this uh, boulder, knocked it off of a wall. That was a challenge. Mm. Yeah. I remember that, but yeah. And
0: then the second half of the episode, which was the ascension I thought was fun, but then the second half was then the final challenge, which is getting you guys up Mm -hmm. to the witch where we ended. What was that process of going up through this old Uh tower thing? Yeah. It wasn't very nice. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Why are you pointing that out, Tom? Yeah, there there was was a weird uh, little. Golem, uh, shit, shit swimming thing off. that was uh, swimming around that was really vicious and tacking. But we made it past that. We grabbed this hunk of iron and a couple of other gadgets from from the other room. Glass. Magnifying glass. It was a just a hunk of iron. That's of all it <laughs> 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 <A book> that, was.
3: <laughs> that that. <laughs> <iggy>. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, and then we went in. Uh, we went through the door into the other room. Flipped a switch. I don't remember who flipped the switch. I'm gonna assume it was probably Xanner. Xanner ejects. Yeah, we flipped it, and then a gelatinous ooze. Gelatinous cube. Gelatinous cube cube. came
0: straight down on top of us,
4: like no escape from that. It
0: was almost a TPK. Yeah, it so, was super close. Any budding game masters out there? If you're balancing <laughs> an encounter mathematically with a gelatinous cube, it's assuming there's a like a horizontal battlefield. Once you make it vertical, the difficulty is just insane because it just has to sit there and just go down, yeah, yeah, and it, it
7: just in. murders them.
0: Oh, it was brutal.
7: Uh, this was the one with the uh, the creature, the white, the the solemn white, that. Yep inched up out of the water yeah. and it was just being, and and just being yeah. creepy I it and being yeah. 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 like
0: sort of biting yeah. people. oh my god yeah. good yeah. notes all right uh let's move on to the next one which was uh, of witches and gnomes. In an acid filled swamp, the heroes launch a surprise attack on a witch to get the girl rescued. They battle an endless swarm of rats and dark spells to rescue a girl kidnapped from Edlin home. Yes. Their adventure takes a critical turn where they are forced to make a decision that affects their town and possibly the entire kingdom. You remember what that stuff was about? Oh. I do. Man. <laughs> I remember the rats
5: now, and they're just swarmed. The, the rats yes. That was one of the first times yeah, I think we yeah. saw the grease,
4: the grease spell. yeah. Yeah, it had a wand, had, a, had yeah. a grease wand that just launched out, and I was like, I'm going to grease the bridge, and like, thankfully eliminated half of that pack of rats, but then there were like three other packs. <laughs> just like, yeah. It just didn't do enough. And then enough.
3: there was also a, a flying
5: flying minion type things yeah. Yeah. like yeah, yeah. oh yeah
0: yeah that's right the flying umbrella yeah. things yeah. yeah
2: um i pictured like a pokeball with wings <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Plot-wise, you guys rescuing the girl then uh, helped out a lot with you guys being uh, viewed much more professionally or seriously yeah, as adventurers. Yeah, that's when we
3: became the Defenders yeah. of that was,
0: that, was, yeah. that was when we became Defenders of Home, you're right. Now, the episode title is the clue to the last bit of it. It's not Of Witch and Gnome, it's Of Witches and Gnome. What happened on the way back?
5: Yeah, that's, you want to talk about that, Xander? <laughs>
4: <laughs> he doesn't know! <laughs> like a, oh, Callie, oh, so right, this is when uh, we had got back and we got an, another encounter of uh, someone saying, calling out to the gnome again. And so Xander was very clear that he's like, aha! This is for Vargalos! And so Xander strode up as Vargalos and she told me to drop the ruse. And I didn't believe her. And Xander kept going and she killed him. <laughs> like, like with one blow like she took all of his health and knocked him back 30 feet bouncing off of a tree 20 feet high like like there was like killian was like oh hang on and like instantly went in to start healing him but rather than just decided to be fully honest
5: yeah because like things were going really poorly and i think the rest of like the party was, like, on the verge of um, basically suic- like suicide by sorceress. And <laughs> um, and Gillian and was like, well, like, let's actually, like, <laughs> he just came clean, talked about everything, and uh, ended up she was an ally and, and a very powerful ally from the Wizards of Azimir, who's in the southwest uh, section of Varen, the, the continent. A uh, rather powerful group of uh, wizards. we're
2: going to get there in a little bit still, but... Imagine how easy it would have been for her to just annihilate all of
6: us. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> or at least you know, him. Yeah. Yeah. I'll find, it, I'll find yeah. another party. No. Looking at where we are now, mm-hmm. what she still has to offer. You know, yeah. Like- <laughs> Uh, All right, let's move on to episode seven, Into the Lion's Den. Now, I think this one was just more of a uh, upkeep or small story, because uh, it's pretty much what we already talked about. Heroes return to Edland home with the missing girl taken by the Swamp Witch. They must make a critical decision on what to do with the master gear that you found in the tower, leave it in the capable hands of the sorceress, Callian Vero, or try to use the master gear to close the chain gate themselves. That, I think the only thing we need to talk about is that decision. That's a huge decision.
5: Yeah. That weighed on all of us because we were like, like I know it. Like there was a lot of conversation about we that, hit, it it was like there was a lot motion. of
3: vacillating For
0: sure. back and forth.
5: Vacillating.
3: It, it set some things in motion.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's go then, right quickly to episode eight. Real quick. Yes.
1: Well, just a small but important note is uh, in that episode seven. Uh, by returning uh Mordick's daughter, he gave us the Meyer pins.
0: Oh yes. yes. <laughs> Alright, so remember the name Meyer pins. They were very useful later on. And they were not given any description as to what no, they were. No, we didn't know all. what the hell they were. Good call. Uh, all right, episode eight is a big landing spot called Chain Gate. Mm. The heroes attack the chain gate to stop the portal opening between worlds, magic fire teleportation, and terrible teamwork bring a surprising end to the adventure. Oh, man. Discuss. <laughs> yeah. So we originally went with the
4: continuing ruse of Vargalos, right? Vargalos is going to continue to go in there. He's going to stomp in and do his thing and try to con his... Xander's going to con his way as Vargalos all the way up to the chain gate, so that we can make it vulnerable, according to what Callum Varro said, by activating it, then destroying it from the other side. With fire. With fire.
2: <laughs> it was the hope. Xander's favorite word.
4: <laughs> and uh, the con went pretty well. We actually encountered the wizard that was somewhat in charge of the thing. There was also uh, the, the orc, who was yeah, in, so, in charge of security. Um, Sog, Sog, yeah. Yeah. Sog, Sog, that's right. Um, but... When, when the go happened, when it was the, the launch, the fire, Xander kind of jumped the gun and didn't really make sure that everyone was on board at the same time. Oh, he just completely
5: disregarded the instructions we were given. Yep. And, 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 100%. And, yeah. Yeah. because not uh, a little bit... Yeah, you in, two were, like, in cahoots with each other yeah, on it. Yeah. I think
3: Xander and, and, and Jix... Is this a recap or an intervention? Right.
6: <laughs> it's
4: a bitter story for... Her. Yeah. and it didn't go super well, right, because... No, the
1: three of you, the, the Jix, Killian, and Xander, like, ran through the gate once you got it fired up.
4: Got it fired up, couldn't melt it down, even with the bomb, so we ended up going through the gate, Killian grabbed Xander and shoved him through to, to get to the other side. That Jicks had a big-ass bomb or something. Yeah. 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 And uh, so we got to the other side, found out that's where the we were now in the Honorcrin's land or home or Those castle. golden
0: people we the, There, there mm-hmm. were
4: golden people and, and they, like, shocked to see us, but immediately starting to take action. And uh, then... Killian, you had an artifact or, or some sort of a special weapon, right? Because you threw a spear.
5: Oh, yeah, I hmm. don't know.
4: Doesn't matter. Yeah, but you did. You, you, you threw it in to destroy the chain gate on the other side. It was yep. an amazing roll, and then all three of us had to get back through before the portal closed. And Killian and Jix made it through,
0: and Xanner didn't. And that changed a whole lot. Yeah. Everything, I mean, the, the big, Branch off of the story yeah. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's get to that then. Uh, episode 9 Lost in Time and Space. The heroes uh, arrive at the town of Tabernary. So, this was now moving to a whole different town, which is rather significant. A larger town to travel there uh, to find some way to rescue their friend Xander. Xander's now stuck in limbo between worlds. The little gnome is lost somewhere in time and space, and only his friends can save him.
3: Now, we somehow found out that in order to get Xanar we back. We went to Gabe yeah, right at the end Gabe of the Gabe last episode. He's Gabe a wizard, wizard. in Edlin home so that we he, had some right. contact with. He gave with. us
5: the special chalk. eccentric old wizard. And, and then we, told we talked
1: to Xanar's dad, and he gave us, like, a little bunny. The bunny.
5: Yeah, because yeah. we needed something that um, was yeah. a connection to Xanar. And we needed Zanner. to
3: be somewhere that had a lot of, like, source life sources
5: yep a lot of people I mean, to we, draw
3: i guess it was maybe gabe told us that too so that's mm-hmm. why we went to tavernry i think because it was a bigger town
6: yep,
5: yep. and we that's could, exactly why we went yeah, it was the biggest town like, yeah.
0: of course time time frame wise right.
5: yeah cuz couldn't cuz we could have done we could have tried to do it in Edlenholm. home we could have tried to do it in tavernry and then there was like like i think Mirscon uh, was coming into play at that time so mm-hmm. like you know further away was a big city where we would have had, you know, like uh, a, you know, a better chance, but the time line would have worked against us. So, you know, we
2: we we took the kind of middle road and went for tab. You guys right?
0: got everything all prepped for this ceremony. Yeah. yeah.
2: This is also where we saw the wolf badge for the first mm-hmm. time in this episode and It'll come into play no on a hanging dead body. Uh, from uh, from Gallows.
0: Not only that, but this was also on the way to Tavernier via boat. You guys talked to soldiers who were asking uh, if you knew anything about the wolf. Yep. There was a mm-hmm. little marker sign on the wall. Yeah. So the wolf, this oh, was okay. another very early foreshadowing of something that would have a huge impact later on in the game. And we saw our first tower. Uh, of the mm-hmm. Tower of R another visual which has massive implications later we just lightly saw and those names will come up later so back to the ceremony ceremony's yeah. all set you guys start working on the ceremony and the whole thing then shifts over to just Xander and I role playing
4: yeah, and Xander is literally falling through worlds. He's going from chain gate to chain gate to chain gate, and like ending up in, the, in this area where he gets pooped out of this portal, where the whole world is is made of paint and then has to run to another one where he's in the middle of a battlefield, and there's there's two armies closing in on him on both sides, and he jumps through that one, and he then is in the middle of a stream or a river and has to go down the river and all the other way to find the portal at the bottom of the waterfall. And he just keeps falling through and falling through, trying to run his way to the next one, and sometimes doing really well getting there fast, sometimes not, stumbling and tripping and and barely making it in a couple of instances. On his way through, he encountered uh people that he didn't understand or, or didn't recognize, and who made it clear with him that he was not supposed to be there. Like, like every time he showed up, they're like, Oh, you aren't in the wrong place. <sighs> he at one point was on a giant airship and had to fall out of the sky into where there was dragons flying through. He went through one area that had uh bubbles of worlds, like like big circles of worlds that he was very clear to not touch. But, uh, but that was where he was given the most kind of advice of where he was. And then he even encountered uh, a wizard at one point with uh, a great... Uh, like like web gauntlet on his arm, right after beating uh, a metal spider with with giant needles. <laughs> that, as soon as they came up, Seth went pale. And he's like, oh shit! And I was like, "What's happening?" And it was it was it was a very panic-inducing moment. And like when uh, Xander cast his spell on that wizard, it was it was this huge explosion that happened. Uh, but eventually, falling through and falling through there was a moment where off to the side, not even in the, the portal itself, but like like a separate entrance, there was a drawing of Mr. Wiggles, a rabbit. His rabbits, his his stuffed rabbit. That, oh, you missed one. Oh, which one? Uh, the portal? Kolsch. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Kolsch, that's right. So one of the, the final portals he went through, he ended up uh, in this futuristic world surrounded by a bunch of insects, a bunch of big bugs, and Colch, uh, a giant cat person, f- fell out of the sky in front of him, uh, carrying someone, and uh, they attacked each other a little bit. kolsh was very, very formidable, so Xander stopped immediately and uh, talked their way through, and kolsh followed Xander through the last chain gate, or through the next one at least, and got. And they all got free from the giant insects that were there, uh, and then kind of promised that if they ever encountered each other again that they'd have each other's backs
0: and they, you healed uh Catherine. Catherine oh that's
4: right and Xander and, and would really use so the spell I
0: believe so, Stabilizer well, let me take it over from here for me this was one of my most proudest episodes ever because all these different worlds he's talking about were previous campaigns multiple seasons of the Inglorious Bards and then campaigns we never even aired so it was him just jumping through these different moments was super cool super fun for me uh, I could see some of the lights going off from some of the uh, more veteran players going, wait, is this this? Uh, and that that the gray ascent from season one that exploded, that became the answer to that puzzle. All these different things it was really really cool, and to give season two uh, closure, uh, that was again just super fun for me as a game master to to have explored. Uh, And then, I'll say, we had all these different building up moments, players doing different things, story-wise, mechanically-wise, it all came down to some certain roles, and then it failed. And uh, this was exciting, everything leading up to this, this Game Mastering moment, and that was huge, like, amazing episode, and then to fail and then watch Xander drift away and him being lost and gone and going to die took this episode to a whole new level of oh my god and then what happened
5: and then killian took i guess whatever little bit of divine power he had and um essentially reached through to sacrifice himself um in order to save xanar and prevent him from from being lost forever so he uh ended up uh, pulling Xander through and putting himself in through, I think I rolled pretty well um, in order to accomplish that. And uh, then Killian was never seen from again.
2: Yeah. I just so. had this visual of uh, Killian just walking into the, you know, like the circular portal of fire and just Xander getting like, thrown out almost. Yeah. And all of us characters kind of just sitting there waiting.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah I, and- I like that. It was crazy. That was just amazing. Um, and we ended there. And
5: that was the first party death. First yeah, party the first death. Part first death. First
0: of many. And then,
5: <laughs>
0: then we'll jump into the next one. Uh, episode 10, Night at the Theater. The heroes meet a new ally with information about a dangerous shadow fiend. They search the town of Tavernry for an old theater and find danger lurking within. A magical device devi- designed to banish the fiend brings both salvation and chaos for the heroes oh my gosh so we have a new arrival
5: yeah so that was uh sildren a half elf druid um and he came up from the woods in azamir um as a uh agent of of the wizards of of azamir uh one of them being kelly and Vero. one of my favorite intros of a character i'll just say
2: oh thank you really cool Blake.
1: yeah
5: Iggy was pissing in the
1: alley with a and a knife came up to his throat (laughs) and
5: And, uh Sildren put a arrow through through the uh, guy threatening Iggy that's one of the last times he used his bow
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then there's this whole shadow thing yeah yeah Wh- which sounds like a, just a normal generic monster of the week, but it wasn't. I don't know. What was his name? Raina. 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 I mean.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: yeah. When when Sildur showed up, he, it wasn't just out of the blue. Like he he was straight up on a mission. He was on a mission yeah. Yeah. to
5: find Kill- Killian, I believe.
4: Well, <laughs> he was to contact Killian because yeah. he was sent by Killian Vareau, but he, his goal was to capture, capture and, and uh, vanish. banish. Yeah, reindeer. and
5: he had a, a I don't a, a Presto. magical Presto item, a minor Presto artifact. Box. Yeah, Presto basically a box that was supposed to help capture him. Did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, about that. Right.
4: Yeah. So the theater that we went into, we found out, was was full of undead. Uh-huh. There were zombies in there and, and there were hags. And, and when we made it to the bottom of the of the theater, that's where we found Radith, who was this shadow wizard. I can't think of anything else to call him but, other than this creature, but he could control magic and he could use it against us. And uh, he was he was strong. He was formidable. And you were able, as children to get the crystal box out. And it, when, it, when it was dropped, it kind of opened itself up and turned into this giant, like, cage. Uh,
5: yeah, I think it was a horrible throw, though if I remember.
4: Yeah, it, it wasn't great aim, and, and Raineth who was all, was being sucked in a little bit, was able to start pulling himself out, and we had no tools against him. Like, every time we tried to hit him, we couldn't. He was just too easy and too slippery. So let's get to the end
0: of that. What happened there at the end, Tim?
4: So, uh, doing what any good goblin would
3: do, <laughs> Jix um, jumped at Raineth and pulled him into the cage, but in doing so, uh, caught himself in the cage as well.
0: So and Jix was gone. So Jix yeah, and Raineth
5: cool. disappear. To, to places unknown.
3: And to places found out, found out later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and this wasn't like a Xanar gone and then rescued next episode. Jix was gone for like five, This was the
3: end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Jix
0: was and gone for five or six episodes exactly. after that, right? And then
3: there was no knowing if Jix was coming back, where he went, yeah.
0: where Raineth was. Right, and so this raineth guy is a minion, a lieutenant, if you will, of another very major force. Again, just big foreshadowing of things to come um, that we'll find out later. All right, uh, so yeah, Jig's gone. Uh, episode 11 another one of my favorites absolutely a whimsical violent farce <laughs> our heroes find a new ally sir Brenros aldramane who brings news of slavers in the town of tavernry the heroes join forces with this old knight and crash a dinner party featuring the most wealthy and powerful folks in town it's high stakes fine cuisine a dangerous heist and everything that could possibly go wrong so sir sir uh brenrose was played by brad fortier um here in Portland and not by Christopher at this time. Um, Brad joined us just for this one adventure and uh, want to describe what happened here. So this was also
2: one of my favorite episodes <laughs> just because of the way that it went down. So, you know, being new to d d still at this point and, you know, having a, a guest actor come in, we weren't, wasn't really sure what to expect from the episode, but I knew we were continuing the adventure. I did not expect it to end in a semi-slavery, you know, bougie party that's just gone to hell. Like It was just the most fun, raucous event ever. Um, So this is where we meet Jesto for the first Uh time. And we came in disguise, if I remember. We did. It was all uh, (laughs) Sir Brenro's idea, funnily enough. Don't look Um, in (laughs) the Uh, he decided that to um, invade, I believe it was Anshiel. Is that mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the manor house party. that we were going to? Um, the Tenmore House. Uh, there was a party there. And so Sir Brenros decided to go as a slaver um, instead of as a bold noble knight. Um, Idrisil and Zanner were chosen to be his escorts um, under the names Chastity and Lace. They looked very pretty. And this was the start of a whole theme of outfits for Idris mm-hmm. um, A whole wardrobe line that he's coming out with in 2022. <laughs> um, the chastity and lace line. Yeah, it was It was more interesting for me on a role-playing standpoint to see how frustrated Jeremy could get with not being good at doing the dishes, not being good at cooking. Not being good. I couldn't tell who was in or where was Jeremy. Like.
4: Yeah, there was yeah, a lot uh, because we were technically slaves uh, when we went in. All of our sneaking around and, and and subterfuge that we were expecting to do didn't work out because we were put to work. <laughs> right. So so Xander's suddenly supposed to be this uh, young girl who works in the kitchens who had to start putting dishes together, but he doesn't cook, and his roles <laughs> proved that he didn't cook, and it was just one thing after the other that I just had to come up with. And this is what food looks like. And this is what desserts <laughs> look like. And uh, yeah, it, it was just, it was disastrous. But uh, right near the end, Xander uh, was about to be found out. And it yeah. was it was clear that we were not going to escape. We were stuck as slaves in this house. Yeah. So in order to cause the distraction and make things happen, Xander lashed out and made an attack. On the chef. On the chef, I believe. <laughs> yeah, who was not ready for it. And then Iggy came in <laughs> to save the day.
1: Yeah, he did, but in trying to heal uh, the chef uh, that was mortally wounded, he just went ahead and finished the job.
2: Uh, <laughs> accidentally, with some natural ones. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think it's, I think it's worth important... S-
2: I think it's yep. important to note here that uh, Vinali was one of the guests at the party. Uh, she was a mm-hmm. uh, captain of the, or not yet, but she was in the guard um, yep. in Tavernry, and so was uh, Senator Nythor was yeah. at that party mm-hmm. as well.
0: So just starting to hint at some of the politics yeah. to come down the road.
5: And that was when Sildren snuck upstairs, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, I, he had an item that like, uh, basically, it's like a... You open it up, and it's a chest, and it'll grow, and then you can put stuff in it, and it'll shrink again. And Sildren found a bunch of stuff that he shouldn't have been able to, like, get out of there with, like a really nice bow and a couple other things. Fancy swords, yeah.
4: ledger books. Yeah,
5: including using his raven Yathanae to uh, uh, fly away with a couple uh, bags of gold. <laughs> uh, he managed to get those items out of Anchael's house as well.
0: Um, which the bow uh, served either so well. Good. So if you are if you haven't listened to that episode, that's episode 11, oh Winds Violent Farce. Just jump to the halfway point, and mm-hmm. it's, it's a great hour and a half, two hours, I think, for sure. It's a good ice. school. Uh, all right, episode 12, I'm just going to blow right through. It's a pretty standard uh, battle at the Low House. The heroes go and defeat some slavers. I don't think there was much more than that. But the next one is where it starts to open up a bit with who watches the Watchers? The heroes say farewell to Sir Bryn for now before taking on a new assignment to find a murderer in town. During the investigation, they finally unlocked the secrets to the Meyerpins, as well as the group known as the Wolves. So, this is where you met the wolf named Reese. Reese. want to tell him oh, yeah. what the wolf means and all that stuff? Uh, well, at first, we thought it couldn't mean anything good,
2: of course. So, Idrisil, so I believe Cildrin, um somebody else, I think maybe Bren but three of us went after him, um, and he was like standing over a body. Uh, one of the first times we met him. So we just so bum-rushed him and tried to tackle him, but he escaped us. Um, and Yeah, we
4: had... Um... And, and we chased him again, but, like, mm-hmm. one, once we cornered him, he kind of spoke to us and, and, and like, yeah. let us know what side he was on and, like, stopped fighting us. Yeah. And we started, like, having this conversation and, and recognizing, like, oh, wait a minute, it's... You're fighting things that we stand for. Right. And and, and like that seems to be a, a good thing to be around. So we decided to team up with him,
0: mm-hmm.
4: even yeah. only though it was half trusting in the process. Yeah, so yeah. instead of
0: the wolves being this terrible group, this, I don't know, insurgent that yeah. you've been led to believe now, you're like, oh, wait a minute.
2: Yeah, this is a lot of like blurring the lines and kind of, you yeah. know, it's not as black and white as it seems, you know, like who's in charge maybe shouldn't be
0: in charge. And those thoughts start to creep in. Uh, All right, let's go to episode 14, Enemy at the Gates. So right after you cornered this wolf, uh, the heroes confront a murder of the town guard while another threat looms just outside the city gates. Magic and violence break out as the heroes struggle to find this new enemy assaulting the town of Tavernry. Another big battle scene. It's a
5: fun episode. That was a fun episode. That
0: was a fun battle for some of us.
5: Sort of,
6: yeah. (laughs) That's right.
1: (laughs) Uh, it was huge, I remember the, the, just the battlefield Battle alone. was huge, was huge. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, big skeletons. The dwarf wasn't getting very far. It was again. the first
4: time that we were like, we should all spread out, and Eagle's like, no! Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst time! Yeah.
0: <laughs> What's interesting to me is, at this point, it seems like we're half or two-thirds of the way through an epic long campaign, but we're only like 14 episodes in, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it seems like so long. Um, So, yeah, there was this big battle, a whole bunch of undead. So I think that's where it ended. And the key part is, where did they come from? Which takes us to episode 15, Tower of Skordranar. The heroes continue their descent down into an old tower. So you went out of town into this tower you saw on your way in. But they are not alone. Dangerous shrines and talking orbs of shadow show no mercy for the adventurers. What do you remember about your first Tower of Skordranar?
4: Oh, man. Um I remember that there was, uh, there was an orb of light that we were super wary about on the second floor that turned out to actually heal us. It, it, was, like, it was like a boost, and we're like, oh, we could trust that. Um, also, there was writing. There was writing on a wall that uh, shifted and changed, but it was originally a language that we couldn't really understand, and it was the start of Xanar really uh, diving into, I wanna learn this, I wanna know what these languages are and where this, this magic comes from, and started really trying to study and, and learn to gain the passages of of Scoriel, which which is where we started getting it down. And uh, we started writing these down and collecting, but as we descended, we ran into a bunch of skeletons, a bunch of undead, Hmm. and kept going down and and recognized that the tower didn't go up nearly as much as it went underground. And uh, a little hard to get in there, but once we were down, we were able to, to, we found a a statue, uh, kind of a glowing statue of someone that was there. And uh, Ignal, who had been dying to swim this whole time because he's this master underwater marauder, uh, decided to dive in and go after some treasure and mm. nearly ate it again. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was rough because there was yeah a ton of it was just breath management, but also there was like a ton of a yeah. uh, ton of undead. Oh, there skeletons like, like under walking, the water just yeah, 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 yeah. oh, on yeah. the
2: bottom, yeah. yeah. And it was mm-hmm. an incline, so. So you were on the surface, bobbing, and then they were underneath you, but it was an incline, so eventually you would meet them back <laughs> in the surface break. Yeah,
0: you're trapped. So a uh, big thing for me from the Game Master overarching thing, this was a, a really big step into the second major threat. So we had this honor crane that were kind of being an annoyance for you guys, even with the chain gate, and now there's this undead Tower Scorgnonar thing. So this is the first you guys really putting your, your, your foot into the water, your toe yeah. into the water there on this one. Uh, all right, then episode 16, Home Again, Home Again, uh, Iggy delves deep into an underwater tunnel, gets more than what he bargained for. We just mentioned that. Sildren makes some cl- new close friends, real <laughs> close, <laughs> and the heroes learn you can't go home again. So uh, you got out of the tower and then went back to Edlin home, the small starting home. Any Any remembrances of that?
4: <clears throat> yes, so Zanar had not been back home since he was lost in the chain gate. So so he went to Bottom Hill, vanished through portals, and everyone else had been traveling around with, without him. So when they, he came back in the tavern, he had to go home and make amends. Let his dad know that he was okay. And uh, ter- turns out, didn't go as planned. Uh, <laughs> the the, the t- somewhat tenuous relationships that was already there just turned into a giant collapse of uh, gnomes screaming back and forth at each other. A
5: real fun bit of role-playing going on there. You also met your half-brother.
4: Met my half-brother. Goddamn. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) Uh, That was funny. Uh, And then we had to contact Killian's temple and let them know that he was gone. Yeah. That was was kind of an homage thing, which I remember Jix actually being really out of character, or, or out of typical character because of what he did at the at the temple. Do you remember that? Um was that already? Yep. Okay.
0: No, um, but Jix wasn't there. Mm Oh,
4: no, of course you weren't. You you weren't there. That's right. That was a little bit further.
0: All right. So let's move forward then. Um, So that was the end of our last get together. And then the virus hit us in the real world and we moved to Zoom online. So we went from episode 16, we continued the season with Adventure 1. And the reason we changed that is because now there was video as we streamed live on Twitch. So you can listen to it on podcast or see the video uh, on YouTube if you want. Uh, This was called Adventure 1 Changing of the Guard. Four months later, our heroes are still defending, still adventuring, and still sometimes getting into more trouble than they bargained for. Xanar plays with fire. Iggy tests his strength, and everyone questions their fortitude. Not sure what that means. A meeting with their old friend, Sir Brenros, takes them back to tabernary, but they find it's not quite the same as when they were there last. So Christopher now rejoins us permanently as Sir Brenros. Uh, You guys remember anything at all about changing of the guard?
7: So this, go ahead, man, you're, you're in it now. Yep. No, I know, I, 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 I don't remember, I, I remember boats, I remember heavy armor and not liking water. Yep. Um, that was, yeah, that was definitely part of it. That's your character. Uh, but you brought up,
4: <laughs> this was the first time you mentioned the chalices.
7: Mm, uh, yes, uh, so Sir Brenros, this uh, educated, eloquent, common, uh, tongue-speaking individual, uh, hailing from Calavier, Finally, uh, with maybe his first big quest under his belt, uh, had just come away from his queen, who had told him about these chalices that needed to be recovered. Um, and this was imparted to the group. And I forget how we met, but at some point we were on a boat and and getting that out. But uh, describing the... I think we met
5: at the tavern or the inn. Yeah, we went um, back to the tavernry yeah, uh, and discovered an the city
1: had changed a whole bunch yeah. because the Renorian Brotherhood mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. came in and taken over.
7: Yeah, and I don't think what was imparted at, at least at that point, was the dire nature of what the chalices represented. Right. It was important to, uh, to Brenros, but everyone was kind of playing along at that mm-hmm. point. Probably even thinking he was a little daft for going after some chalices, but
4: but, it would, it, but we took it all with you, right? Yeah, so, that, yeah. so, so we decided we partner up and we'd start all going it together. And it was a major focus for a long time. Yeah, that yeah. was like a little mini oh, yeah. arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: For a while, the chalices. Uh, all right, let's move on to, unless you have anything else, Adventure 2, Flawed Judgment. I have no idea what it is from the description. Our heroes go underground only to get over their heads. A lost boy is found, but his father oh. isn't convinced. Idrisil <laughs> and Iggy make new friends and new enemies. A new business venture is formed, yeah. love is kindled, Xanar gets groomed, natural ones are rolled, it's complete chaos.
6: This
7: is, this, this is, this is a great hodgepodge episode. I don't know yeah. what it is. It's lots of fun little things. So we had an adventure in a mine that we had gotten into this arrangement of finding maybe this child uh, who had gotten involved with the Renarian Brotherhood and perhaps being used in this mine as slave labor.
4: This is Tilbrin mm-hmm. who traveled yes. with
7: Brenros in the caravan
4: yeah. And when we were able to make it into town under Sir Brenrose's, uh knighthood, the caravan got captured, basically taken by the Renarin Brotherhood, to be made slaves to work in their mine. And you were like, nope, and so we yeah. went down with
7: Venali's help to re- free them. And then on top of that, we had this uh, developing love interest with the former captain of the guard. Mm-hmm. And I forget who, who it was. Idrisil, 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 Idrisil. and Vanali. Uh, yep. Yes, uh, you were.
2: This is also the episode where we got information to go to Namoril's house, which was like a garden party type of event, and Idrisil completely botched the <laughs>
6: interrogation. <laughs> uh,
7: I think I think Alistair was just getting frustrated was getting, uh, and very was frustrated was with the lady. <laughs> oh, a big um, part of this too was figuring out, uh, finding out, unfortunately, how powerful the Renarian Brotherhood actually um, was. Yeah, because there Was this one fight we that happened the in the mine, and one of us just got bopped? And it was just like, Oh, yeah, that's right, hey. yeah. Like,
5: we fought one of them, and uh, like, we almost,
6: like, it, it
0: was close, we got out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. And didn't didn't this also end with Iggy and Jix captured by the Renarium? We got
1: captured, we went back, we got drunk with one of them, and went back to the tower, <sighs> and then.
0: Jicks well, was tortured. No, was, yeah, the,
1: start. We, we didn't know the
0: torture until
1: the beginning of the next okay. episode. We right. thought we were
0: Enhanced going back interrogation. to like,
5: play games. <laughs> All right. Yes, it was tongue-in-cheek
3: right. we because hammer uh, yeah, tossing. Yeah.
5: Yeah, they or didn't
1: like, like Jicks sex games, we weren't sure, but we were, I mean, we were hammers, down for it. Yeah,
3: we're tossing either way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Adventure 3, Two Kings. The defenders of the realm find more trouble in tavernry. I think that's what we're talking about. A walk down memory lane brings up some sore, sore spots for our heroes, but also some possible clues for Sir Brenros. A bird and a cat fight it out. Jix learns about what happened over the months while he was displaced, and a new brand of king is crowned. Oh, and let's not forget the dinner date Idrisil set up with the former Captain (laughs) Vanala.
7: Idrisil, yes.
1: So, yeah, like was mentioned, they uh, they kick Ignal out of the tower and take his weapon and uh, keep Jix. Ignal wasn't sure what he was more mad about. Um,
3: so they gave, I'm trying to remember, they gave Jicks a choice. Uh, I don't remember what the choice was, but Jicks chose torture, oh, basically. <laughs> thinking it could never get Say
0: worse. Say sorry or torture? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fuck you, bitch! <laughs> Each time thinking it couldn't get any worse.
2: He was asking wars. about the wolves, I think. Something about might, the wolves. Maybe stuff. Uh, we're
3: asking about the wolves. It's it's. I mean, it's still a fog. Yeah. It was pretty traumatic. So.
1: <laughs> and then they, yeah, they branded you, right? They did. Yeah, yeah.
3: that's right.
1: Son of the yeah. hammer.
3: King of the hammerheads. Yep.
0: And then the huge thing for this episode is it ended with you guys going back to the slaver compound ruins, and then finding uh, the wolf. The
4: wolf. Oh, the yeah. actual wolf, the, the wolf. Actual wolf. The, the wounded yeah.
0: man. The Who king was Feon. King Faeon? Yeah.
4: King Faeon. yeah. Which was, which was like one of those things that was being alluded to, but we then found out that the wolves were supporters of the original king, mm-hmm. and uh, they were working on getting him back to the throne. Uh, the, because it was because Meercon was taken over by the Senate, and uh, so it, yeah, it turned into a whole bunch of like yeah, what side do we stand on and where and do we take a stand Is was it her,
7: this also at the end of that episode was it also we had made a decision to move the wolf
2: uh, yeah, so uh, Jix, Jix gave him an elixir to disguise him and then we
7: went to Ring. So the Renarians wanted to kill the wolf on site. And, and they were closing in on closing him. Closing in yeah. on him, and we had to get him out of town. And yeah. So the
0: whole concept with this wolf is he's King Feion, he's the king in hiding, he's lost his kingdom, and he's trying to use these wolves, these old uh, insurgent warrior types, to get him back into power as the rightful uh, ruler. And the hero's now deciding they want to be a part of that in some way. Uh, which right there sparked, I don't know, five ten 10 epi- adventures of this political thing to return the king, the wolf to power. Which then goes into uh, Adventure Four Battle Barge, which is essentially getting the king out of town safely so the Vernarian Brotherhood doesn't find him. Our heroes devise a plan to smuggle precious cargo to safety, the king, but Sir Brenros has an un- uneasy feeling about it. Jick shows off some surprise talents and knowledge. A wolf is reunited with his pack. A monster that nobody knows the name of comes out of nowhere. <laughs> and whatever happened to Idrisil and Vanale? What are you putting in these notes, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> If Xander will stop talking long enough, you can find out on it. Adventure 4. <laughs> <laughs> Any quick notes on Adventure 4? Uh, yes, we get yeah. a bunch of, the,
1: the king gives us a, a bunch of different directions to go. Mm. To help him. To help him. Yeah, so right. one is to like go up to this keep up in the north, and then we got to talk to Lady Talmandrin, which all of this will come into play in the next few episodes, but um, we we have a, New quest logs
4: filled up. It's also worth noting that we this is our first encounter with the Wyvern. Wyvern Wyvern. Wyvern. Wyvern.
7: Wyvern. <laughs> Why? Wyvern.
4: And that was a, that was a great fight. Oh no. no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, no.
7: It was it was it was an intense battle for sure. It was like, a fight. That's just <laughs> a lot. This is that fear that you're talking Yeah, around. this is the this is the fear of Brenros and heavy armor falling in the water, which did happen, uh-huh. and uh, then we found out Jicks was like commando water goblin, <laughs> <You're gone>. <laughs> <laughs> shooting up out of the water a crazy scene. Uh, and then uh, we were trying to get to uh, the, the secret spot, and that was like a kind of a low-key base of operations for the wolves, and then that started a whole, here you go you're the different things I want you to do. All right,
0: I'm gonna move us faster here. Uh, a- Adventure 5, Liars, Spiders, and Bears. Uh, I'll just summarize. This is where Sir Brenros was able to get some of the first chalices back with a liar and information on where to maybe get some more. Um, you guys crashed uh, Anshiel's birthday party. So that party we mentioned with the whimsical farce, you guys now went back and uh, crashed his party. And it says, and Jix learns about tingle tossing. Is this like hammer tossing? Is the note in there. Um, but let's move on to Adventure Six. Uh, uh, folks, watch the episode to figure out what tingle tossing <laughs> is. Yeah. Adventure fin- Six. out what tingle I-
4: tossing it, is. It is just worth noting, uh, uh, Turd Fuckington. Made an appearance. Or, uh, Fox, Arkington. Fox Arkington made an appearance yeah, at the birthday his party. Yeah, only appearance
0: so far.
4: The only one, and it was so blo- it was glorious. It's really, <laughs> really. Adventure
0: ridiculous. six is entitled "Big Things." The defenders of the realm continue to assist Sir Brenrose as they follow their leads to the capital city of Mirskan. So this mm-hmm. is just a quick one into Mere right? And you guys are just just in and out.
5: Yes, really long. this is the
0: first appearance of Sir Kendall. Oh. Mm. Uh, Oh, Along the way, they happen across some folks in need of assistance. Um, Potions fall short, magic scares everyone, and you won't believe who pulls off the biggest sleight of hand trick ever. Don't know what that is. I do. Okay. And then, uh, oh, and did you know there were so many different kinds of mustard and mirskan? Well, there are. Oh, my God, Tim. We're taking Tim <laughs> off these duties. Um, so anything at all about this? So the big thing was getting to the city for me. Yeah, yeah we, we fought two we giants. We beat Jixx's parents, his yeah, human parents. That happened there? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Saved,
7: a, saved a squad of soldiers from being mashed up in itty-bitty meatballs. the reason
4: did. they were going to be mashed up in itty-bitty meatballs is because their wizard had died. And uh, they were a little bit uh, zealous. They were a little fearful of magic in general. and They were about to burn the wizard on the pyre including his staff, and Xanner tried a sleight of hand, which he doesn't have, but natural 20 hiding the staff, and was able to snag oh. this super high-level uh, magical item that became the master part of his arsenal for
0: yeah. the next several months. So, big thing here. Now, the heroes have gone from small-town Edlin home to bigger town of Tavernry, and now to the massive city of Mirskan, where they stay for quite a while. Uh, Adventure 7, Raising the Bar, R-A-Z- I-N-G, Raising the Bar. Uh, In House Summerall, the heroes find sweet rest and delicious foods. They also ponder the next steps in helping Sir Brenrose complete his quest. This leads them to a tapestry shop with a less-than-helpful shop owner. Fortunately, there's a customer who proves to be more than helpful with plenty of information and an inspiration to tap from. Egos are stroked, egos are bruised, and bad jokes inbound. So this is where I think we met maybe Jix's parents Phineas. then. Phineas, yeah. no.
1: The, Jix's parents were for sure in the last oh, episode. All right. so like, uh,
0: so that, meet Phineas. Alright, so we'll go back to the parents real fast. I thought that was a really cool concept where you want to briefly talk about your parents? So, um, so yeah,
3: Jix the street urchin who kind of grew up on the in the alleys and the byways of Mirskan learning street alchemy from the best of the of the underground uh, when they do get to Mirscon Chicks uh, was apprehensive going back to Mirscon in the first place uh, but he follows with with the crew and uh, they need a place to stay he says well uh, let's go let's go let's go stay at my place uh, where they uh, walk to a very nice part of town uh, knock on the door and are presented with uh, mutter and Fodder, um, who are very uh, well-known leaders of House Summerall. And it's uh, they're very proper, uh, and they see a different side of Jix. They see the side of Jix who is well-mannered and polite and thoughtful. Can use a fork.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was great. And then episode seven, uh, I think a big takeaway was meeting a new ally, a tinkerer. And Seth, you mentioned him. Well, Phineas Tumblepot, yep.
4: Yeah, a gnome tinkerer who uh, could do all sorts of really cool things and use this this science magic that Xander freaked out about he's never heard of.
0: And then, oh, also because of the name of the episode, Raising the Bar, you guys got into uh, an Not escalating... So cool. Yeah. An escalating fight in a bar oh, against possible. a house. You were told, don't mess with house, don't give them your names, and you did the exact opposite, and, yeah. and chaos that ensued. That fight was broken up, if you remember, by, by Callie and Vero. Yep. Right. Oh, Not
2: broken up.
4: Frozen.
0: frozen. frozen. frozen.
2: Yeah. Right. She's Time. Yeah.
0: That's the witch, the wizardess yeah. lady we talked about from before, so she came in, and she, what was the reason why she, she was there? She gave, um, she revealed the shadow box. Um, like, like, uh, when, yeah. I think Rainith
5: was coming she back. She told us right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. returned to We are skull. being hunted now.
0: I feel one of you will lead you all astray. Oh, yeah. There's a hint that one yeah. of the heroes mm-hmm. might be a troublemaker in disguise. Um, and then there was a chalice downstairs. Okay. In that so, same building from huh. Montre or whatever.
5: So you want to enlighten us on where, like that hint of...
0: Sure. Uh, it was it Jix. Was Jix. Yeah. Jix. Uh, Jix, when he went with Reyneth the Shadow Thing down into that little portal and disappeared for all that time, uh, he got hooked up and I don't know if it's necessarily charmed, but uh, a deal was made to uh, help out uh, and lure the group into Raina's clutches down down the way. Um and what Jicks? I don't think Jicks knew this at the time, but his big thing was his sister was missing. His twin sister mm-hmm. was missing, and Reyneth also had her to really put the screws exactly. on Jix. Yeah. Um, so it was really just he wanted to get revenge because you guys messed him up. He didn't even realize how powerful you guys might be or become, but it was you guys screwed up his little theater operation, so he wanted mm-hmm. revenge, and he had the tool uh, to go yeah. in.
3: He used Jicks. That's his mm. pawn. Yeah,
0: but it was a long con of oh go do your things, and when the time's right, Jex, get them down into my lair in the city was the concept. Hmm. Uh, so episode eight, Allies... A- alleys and allies. Um, the heroes decide to lay low for a few days to let the tensions and tempers settle. Uh, just how low they are going to lay? Question mark. Uh, in the meantime the science magician, Mr. Tumblepot has a dangerous and lucrative task for our crew. There's also a message from the wolf, which is the king to deliver. But secretly, Jix is worried about what might happen to his family if it were discovered that he was part of the chaos from li- last night. Um, and then uh, I think Iggy was gone for this episode. He
4: was. He was, yeah. Hiding out.
0: Um, oh, okay. I know what was big about this episode. Yeah.
4: There I mean, there were a couple of really cool things. Uh, one, the, the reason Phineas was so cool was he was kind of our gadget man. He was our Q. So we would go visit him <laughs> I never thought like, of that. And he just kind of like, like sort of handing a, us a whole bunch of things that we could use. And we promptly put them to use. So it, he... As part of the exchange for giving us the gear he wanted these uh these crystals that he was looking for uh what are they called they were the uh,
7: yeah, those crystals that's
4: right yeah and and so uh, we were given a a an indirect map of where to go and we ended up finding in the sewers this underground uh, kind of maze work where we found that they were gonna be and encountered another party. There was like another group of adventurers who looked like we were fighting each other or racing to the same treasure. Uh, they had used up all their gear and like kind of called it quits for the day when we ran down and uh, had a huge encounter with this ghost knight, this ghost paladin who was formidable at at least, took a lot of things out of us and uh, we tried using Phineas's items and did not do as well as, as hoped.
0: But what was the end result of all of that? Uh Yeah. Go ahead. That's the big thing. Yeah.
3: No you go ahead. No you go ahead. No. I've been talking. Xanner meets an interesting person. Yes
0: <laughs> what? I did. Go for it, Tim. He doesn't know what you're talking about.
3: Xanner meets another oui. another gnome. By the name of... Or no, she's a
0: halfling. Halfling. A halfling. Yeah.
3: Uh, by the name of Palik, who he finds himself quite
4: enamored with.
0: She was very enamoring. Yep, so yeah. there's a connection there. An NPC named Palik at the time... I just remember this episode mostly because we spent the whole episode going, we
2: don't need Ignall. We don't need <laughs> yeah. him. He's not going to be. He's not yeah, important. So. He's fine. We're just going into his sewer. No problem. Yeah. Giant ghost of light. That's a, you know, right. just giant Snorlax. Why would we need our big Yeah, <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. In, a, yeah. in a circular room that was like 20 feet <laughs> yeah. by 20 feet,
0: I'm pretty but sure. But the end result of that encounter was a reward of information. That yes. was key, literally was key. <laughs> was
7: it one of the clues of score No,
0: it was the it was so, the clue of the nexus. Boy. Yes. Clue to get to the nexus, which becomes a huge reward later on. So this is one point three miles due west. So yeah, yeah. This is like a little treasure find yep. uh, was the first step, and they don't know what it is, but now they're being taught uh, instructed about this nexus key mm. to find, which would be valuable.
4: Through power, all can be unlocked. That was the mantra, Munsil. At the end,
0: Adventure Nine. Let us pray. Was it real or was it a dream? Our heroes are being hunted in Mirskan. The ruling houses of the city all seem to be in pursuit of the defenders of the realm. Meanwhile, there's still one more chalice to recover. Maybe in town, there is a king to help reseat, and there are other leads to follow in making it all happen. Sildren decides to go it alone. Idrisil becomes a target, and somehow Jix comes up with the idea that just might work. Um, I don't know this one. Uh, well, this is the one where we meet a lot of the, um, like, Yandamore
2: yeah. and De'Var and a lot of the, again, political kind Wolf of figures. Um, yeah. The Idrisal thing, House Relmar um, was a kind of sorcery-focused house, and they infiltrated one of Idrisal's dreams oh, and tried to is. persuade him to join them or, like, you know, uh, work with them, um, uh, I believe, essentially, to get um, the Nexus key. Was the was the point of their thing because they were looking for this magic? um, Everyone wants this key, whatever it is. Everybody wants the source.
3: Well, and House Vass was
2: yeah, kind of the muscle, right? Yeah, House Vass was like the as you were saying the muscle or. the uh, the mafia sort of and then the Realmar who was the wizardry um, kind of side and then House Nacor was more financial yeah, i believe I they were money they were the money um and then Summerall were just and nice and that's people. where the <laughs> this
7: key in particular came from i believe it was the vault key for their assets, right? Mm-hmm. and they wanted to use those assets to buy more power amongst the assets, right, or right. and they were trying to make a copy of this. So they had a backup, but while it was in transit, they had no access to this thing, yeah. so we had access to everything and so forth. It got, know, yeah. That was a big... That was,
2: this was a lot of puzzle piece moving from Tom mm-hmm. that was good that you know we didn't have any idea about that mm-hmm. he like later
7: revealed to us. I would
4: say that we were like easing into the political part, yeah. and this was the first episode. There were like politics, yeah, and so we were like, oh wow, we have to slide this here, get mm-hmm. this one away. Wow. Sildred had a whole issue where he went to the bathhouse to speak with Senator Grier,
5: yeah, and that didn't go. well. <laughs> that
4: didn't go well, and so we're like, oh crap, yeah. backspace <laughs> on that <laughs> one, and now we go over here, like, yeah, there was a lot of just like guesswork. Of this adventuring party that's trying to jump into politics in the middle of it. It was, it was intense.
0: Adventure 10, I'll, I'll, I'll just push through, is Insect Rodeo. The big yes. thing here was the group going down into some pits, into a temple, and then battling their way to find those adventures again. That Palik character, mm-hmm. um, the halfling character, helping them. Uh, and then the end result, I believe, right there was getting the key. Uh, right? That's when you got the Nexus yeah. key at the end. I act. think
4: so, yeah, because we went through uh, the different... Uh Elemental challenges.
0: So that right. then leads us to the next episode, whose title I think is is cryptically cool, and it's Antoria's gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes when you save another raiding party from certain death, you appreciate it. Sometimes you are not. Sometimes yeah. your life is forever changed. And this week's episode, our heroes battle it out and battle some more. What's their motivation? Um, the hope of finding forgotten treasure, or simple lust for adventure. Oh, maybe that's more of that one. So you guys are able to get the key um, to. The Nexus, which is uh, I think you guys then went to right then.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what much.
0: we did. Want to describe what that was? The, the reward.
2: Well, just traveling through Merskhan, we get to um, uh, one of the lesser um, uh, districts, if you will, um, one of the poorer districts, and there's a uh, an inn or like a manor house that is about three or four stories tall looks really shabby. There's no one inside of it. Um, And we go up to the store clerk or to the clerk, you know. Um, We're really nice to him. We keep talking to him. And he's just like, okay, five silver for a room, you know. He literally doesn't care. Just doesn't, doesn't no, no caring at all. So we just sneak right up to the third floor and then. Then climb onto
4: the roof, Mm -hmm. then take invisible stairways into a door that only unlocks when you're holding the nexus key that we had. And when we walked in, there is a building, a, a, a completely different dimensional building that was amazing. It, it, it's got all sorts of resources and supplies and there were tons of rooms for us to sleep in. And there are books that when you put them on the pedestal and start reading from the book, you teleport and you transport to the location that that book was made from. Uh, we found these spires that were broken down, but like using the key to get back, we were able to get back and then found out we could make copies of the keys okay. so we could each have our own key that takes us back to this nexus point. Which is, from what we could tell when we looked out the window, way up high over an ocean and maybe on top of a spire somewhere, but it is nowhere near Mirskon. There was no way to see Mirskan at all. And uh, the only way in and out was either through those books or using the Nexus key yeah. in the sky above the boarding yeah. house. It is the coolest place.
1: Yeah. And yeah, it, it's huge, it, like a ton of rooms and like
0: impenetrable cool stuff. Yeah. yeah.
4: Absolutely can't get to it, can't get in it. And uh, even as we were leaving, House Realmar yeah. showed up, like they knew where we oh, were at. Right. And they were, they demanded access to it. And Xaner uh, claimed that uh he was the rightful heir and and so that's that's how it is but because he was the rightful heir he was given a seat on the house brell mars uh board basically as, as one of the the speakers one of the elders which kind of like now we have more politics to deal with but the house itself was just the coolest and, and one of the greatest uh possessions i would call it of of the whole group right now
0: uh, all right, cool. Yeah, the Nexus, I think, is awesome, too. Uh, I'm going to f- speed forward a little bit since we're still only halfway through. Uh, Adventure 12, Leaving Mirskan, a little too early of a title, I think. Uh, with Leaving Mirskan was getting used to the Nexus and then um, getting, I think, just the stuff going. Episode 13 is called Still Leaving Mir-Scon. Uh That's, again, I think, getting things prepared and particularly um, getting attacked by demons and stuff, I think, sent by House Vast. Still trying to get revenge oh, yeah, on Iggy, yeah, yeah, right. particularly. Um, but the more, uh, but a slightly more interesting episode to me, plot-wise, is uh, episode fourteen, the taumaldrin affair, where the group then leaves the, finally leaves the city temporarily. Anyone want quickly talk about that?
2: This one was super fun. This is one of the greatest episodes of Rollback really? ever. It was just so fun. I mean, the Cabana Boy, Lady T. It, it was so much fun. It was a garden party. It was great. He just got to tie his hair back and let it down, put it up. Did he
0: get it? Did he get it on with the with the noble lady? Mm-hmm. All right. There's yeah. no sleep till Brooklyn happening. <laughs> uh, was there a role made though? <laughs> oh yeah, there was a hero points made. <laughs> <laughs> so what was about—why did you guys go there to Tal Maldren's uh, estate? We were,
2: tr- into, uh, we were trying to get information from her. We were just trying to— um, Build allies yeah, for uh, do everything King on. The eventual um, taking re- uh, establishing of the king. We were trying to get him as many allies as possible, um, and Lady Tal Maldrin had one of the kind of deciding votes in the Senate— whether or not she was reluctant to choose, to go back to Mirscon to cast her vote. Um, She would often just send emissaries to, you know, show face and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it was up to us to kind of convince her, however we can, to show favor to the king and his allies and uh, forget all the other senators and all that. And there were senators at her place when we got there trying to dissuade her from listening to us. Um, but it took Idrisil's uh kind of suave and debonair as well as uh, sir Brenros' true w- true words because he was like the honest champion uh, of our group um so Idrisil kind of fed
0: um, fed her to uh Renrose in a way. Um yeah. I'm so hungry now, From there was a big, interesting decision, but the group decided to split up. Yep, so true. the next two adventures, this is adventure fifteen and sixteen, we had half the party go south, half the party go north. Mm-hmm. The party went south, went to a different nation just a couple, like a week or so mm-hmm. to get, I think the last chalice or one of the last yep. chalices to wrap up that Brenrose thing, mm-hmm. which again sounds simple and maybe busy work, but it's one of those Tom things of if they don't. Mm-hmm. This is like like a small ring from Lord of the Rings, where bigger forces will. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was re- almost hoping you guys would fail. Um, so that was an interesting going off on that, and I think that's fine. That was self-contained. Uh, again, a, a more interesting to me was heading up north, where you guys were trying to recover the king's flag yeah. for a sense yeah. of uh, okay. helping him return. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think you also um, saw a dragon and some ruins on the yes. way up there as well—a red dragon in this the in the kingdom, just half briefly. Half a yeah.
4: mistake because we split the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. That was the yeah. It, yeah. But
0: then you went up to this fort. You tried to get the king's flag, and there was a battle there. I want to briefly discuss this in the episode called "Jix the Jix."
1: Yeah, we um, we fight some uh, some man hobgoblins. The some go- the goblins are like in this fort. Yeah, and we,
2: we we take over take from of them from the hobgoblins. Good. Yeah, yeah, we get. And then, make our way there. and then we after the we clear out all the hobgoblins, right after we clear them out, um, some uh, knights on horseback come charging into the scene. Um, Idrisul immediately flees up into one of the houses, uh, um, leaving Jix and Iggy kind of just in the courtyard, uh, surrounded by a dozen, 20 or so knights. Yeah. Um, but friends. knights of uh, Mirskan, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Official guards of the the realm or whatever, um, under rule of an entirely different yeah. I, as far as uh, we see, a corrupt senate and all this stuff. All all stuff. All the so the general stuff. of this uh, band is obviously corrupt. By the by the way, the the game master was narrating his voice, um, <laughs> uh, just you know, not giving into any of uh, Jig's pleads or Iggy's uh, barks, you know. Um, Eventually handcuffs both of them while Idrisil's looking from a window, d- deciding what to do. Um, eventually, in the distance, we see an, another group of horses coming into the, into the scene, but they're just too far away um, to make a difference, uh, so he thinks. So Idrisil surrenders uh, his weapon at this moment. Little does he know it's not going to affect really anything at all um, to the decision, they decide to start attacking almost immediately. But as they do that, King Phaeon shows up with Reese and his wolves on horseback and attacks them from behind. So they're in between Idrisil, Igni, Iggy, and Jix, is 20 or so knights. And then on the other side of that is King Phaeon coming in, and an all out battle uh, takes place. Of course, things don't always go to plan when you don't have a plan what happened
7: to
3: him Jicks was a fucking badass
7: <laughs> <laughs> Jix was a badass
3: and uh it was it was mate was playing the bravery card uh, associated with some bad roles though mm. um got knocked down two or three times by this general
1: bad roles and some good roles on tom's part
6: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, yeah. Hmm. um and got up stood up one last time at the uh at the enticing of of this general and that was the last time jake stood up uh, he got knocked back down uh, for eternity at that point right as king Feon's band of married yeah. men was coming in from behind and quickly put an end to the battle yeah
0: that was our second player death Yes. of the campaign, yeah. uh, for me, right at the end, two interesting things happened. One is maybe days or a week or two later, it was Alistair not the character, Alistair, the player, sending texts just to us as a group, or maybe me just personally, of how you were affected of, man, I screwed up, I shouldn't have been watching yeah. out that window. Like, he was affected by how he caught, may have contributed to Jix's death, and that was kind of yeah. powerful to hear. No, it really it really did affect me. Like, this is one of the mom- first moments,
2: uh, you know, like I've said a million times, my first campaign of role-playing. It was like the first emotional moment for me of like, not only do they have consequences, but like it'll be a consequence immediately or it could be in 20 episodes.
0: It, you have no idea when things okay. are gonna happen or how they happen, but. No. I also like, oh, two other things I liked. Um, one, for uh, the big, bad, evil guys in the campaigns, I try to give them powers and stuff so that they don't just seem artificial with plot armor and stuff. And others, I don't, but I expect big things out of them. I totally expected big things out of the guy that killed Jicks That guy showed up and was just instantly slaughtered. So that was a kind of a fun thing. <laughs> oh, here's another, nope, he's gone, all right. Uh, which is fun. But to me, the one that really caught me off guard was a line Seth said right at the end of this adventure. while well, we're all processing Jix's death, and you remember what you said right at the end? Yeah, we gotta go tell mother. His mother, oh, Jix's oh mother, and she's yeah. like, oh, God. That it still, it still hurts. So that brings us to uh, Adventure 17. I have no idea what happens in this at all, and all I care about is the, with the title, and it's saying goodbye. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that was, that was it, right? Uh, again, the party was split so there was a whole level of everyone coming back together. And our half did some pretty solid successes. We found another tower. We were ready to go. It was brutal, but we had some kind of epic fighting that came out mm-hmm. of it with with Brenner and Xander and, and Sildren. And so Xander to get ready to tell the whole story and like looks around like, where's Jix? Where's Jix? And uh, you guys had to go through an entire process of like breaking the news. <laughs> To the little known who didn't want to hear it. If yeah. it's not clear to the listeners real quick,
3: Episodes 15 and 16, we were literally only doing with half of the group yeah. Yeah. at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Episode 15 group that went south does not know what happened oh, in Episode yes. 16. Yeah. And the Episode 16 group that went north does not know what happened in Episode 15. So yeah. in Episode 17... Mostly everyone's coming back together, yeah, so mm-hmm. finding out what has taken place in the previous two episodes. Yeah.
4: the role playing was pretty real, yeah, yeah. it really allowed for that. Uh, this was the first time Xander started drinking <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it was <laughs> because because it was uh, hard for him to kind of tolerate uh, that seems to be fairly uh, a, a nice mood changer for a while, uh, and then we had to go say goodbye and and, and tell yeah. everyone else about it and we
1: buried, buried Jix we had a Jicks. horrible conversation with Mother what that is- was Tom did so good with oh my god yeah it was there was a <laughs> <involved>. <laughs> that room was dusty Academy Award nomination involved that room was dusty that night we also that was uh, episode uh, or Adventure 17 we also got a, 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 another another
0: Part of our, um, a new member of our a new party. new member of the party joined us. Yeah. Tim?
3: A new member <laughs> um, of Piercey Vonsky, neighbor uh, uh, A loyal guardsman of uh, King Phaeon who has been with him in the wilderness while he was displaced, um, and who uh, was there at the battle, at that battle where Jix was killed. Um, yeah, decides to join... Uh, this group of yeah. of heroes at the at the leave of the king.
0: Uh, all right, then, and, all, and while all this is going on, there's, I'm, st- I'm sure, constant little political stuff, just mm-hmm. pushing and pulling, information, concerns. That then took us to uh, Adventure eighteen, uh, Commoners Law at the Festival of the yeah. Fall Sun. I want to talk about that briefly.
7: Brenrose. <laughs> Brenters can't ride. We're shit. That's all I remember. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Again, we had um, uh, some challenges to do um, at the festival. Yeah, there were some weekend. competitions that yeah. we entered.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the best of our uh, team, and you know, and the, the you know aces in their places, um, and we all failed. Yeah,
7: terrible. <laughs> Did not it. There was, was the whole concept of the commoner's law.
5: Yeah.
3: Wh- whoever won this. This.
7: This. Uh,
3: the great challenge? Yeah, these battles, these challenges, got to make a law for Mirskan. Um, and. Usually it was
5: something like trivial. It or, would
3: benefit the commoners. Yeah. It was trivial, yeah. but it would be, a be- to the benefit of the commoners. And it was made by a commoner. Um, and it was a, a day of.
2: Sort of uh, power for them, and the senators yeah. were all kind of boastfully talking about this event and how they loved it because it was just another excuse for them to re- to remain in power while they gave free year of apples to every, you know or whatever the commoners to, would, to draw would, the yeah.
7: commoner to their side mm-hmm. for yeah.
2: But our group decided no, we're gonna we're gonna change things, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. We're gonna take get the man down. Yeah. really And like we yeah. worked on our wording.
4: Mm-hmm. We want it to be that, that uh, everyone would honor the rightful legal seat of power. Right. Right? Really really set up the stage for welcoming in yeah. oh, yeah. our um, big and, reveal, yeah. reveal yeah. of <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that brings us to Adventure 19, which has a kick-ass title, which is a quote from a classic Christopher kick-ass speech that he's been known to give. And the, the name of this episode is Go Find Your King. Oh, <laughs> such a good line. Uh, so for this one, this is essentially the night before the battle, politically speaking. Everything's coming together. The stakes are getting high. Like It's, it's do or die now, right before you make this big push. The opposing Political sides are doing it at the same time, um, uh, which then takes us, unless you guys have anything there, to the big one, which is Adventure 20, the completely original title, The Return of the King. <laughs> uh, what happened on Adventure 20?
3: There was madness in the uh, Senate halls.
7: Did we start out in the Senate Halls on that one? Uh, no, we didn't there. start there. We had, yeah. we had to march from the capital Pr- from and the fight our way in. the, the Yusoki yeah.
2: started pouring out onto the streets. This, we, had, we skipped over it a little P- bit. he we, we yeah. uh,
7: talked
3: to his kin, uh, who were traditionally uh, workers in the castle uh, who served King Theon and got them uh, riled up. And so they started marching from the castle towards the Senate Halls. Well, didn't Sildren, uh do some
7: instigations of some sort? Oh. <laughs> Sildren kind of put a point on it, as it were.
5: At the end, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, Brenrose had like well, a big speech
6: I, I, there. I want to
2: say something before we get to that speech, because there was an important moment that happened on the way there. So we're walking uh, on the, I guess, uh, kind of the the ramparts into the main chamber. Um, oh the yeah. Hall. And there's a bunch of guards standing in the way. Yeah. And, and the main uh, guard general is telling, no, you can't pass. Like, who are you? What do you want? And Xander's trying. Oh, you know, we're the saviors of Iran and the world. You know, all the 12 titles. We <laughs> <laughs> were saying, this one's not working, not going on. One of the guards, a uh, couple rows back, stands them all aside and says, no, no. These men saved us from the giants. Uh, however many episodes yep. ago. Mm-hmm. Um, these men are true heroes of Navarre, and they they will pass, or you know, every sense. yeah, whatever man, yeah I mean. so we were allowed to go in through the Senate. Um, so that got us to the Senate floor essentially, where Sildren was doing some intimidation tactics. And then Brenros was f- polishing it off, uh, speaking to the to the crowd
4: and then, <laughs> yeah, do not forget Iggy oh, yeah. going down below and mm. finding out that there were honor cringe yep. oh. in the Senate.
0: The golden people showing up mm-hmm. again.
4: Yeah, and you got zapped tiny. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it was like
1: <laughs> one of those weird cog machines. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. weird
4: shit. And
3: then somebody up. started attacking the cog machine while the mm-hmm. was still that, in it.
6: The, yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> not There was no lightning involved. What are you talking about?
2: But they, um, yeah, so there was someone on trial um, during this the Senate meeting, and it was Eandamore, uh, I think? A political ally. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the yeah. political allies known to work with um, the king. Um, and and were, they, it was obvious, yeah, it was obvious that they had and been torturing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so uh, I believe at that point Feon stepped up as well, didn't he? He, like, made himself known at that point? I think so. I think so. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Yeah, he, he yeah. was a part of that, and, and there was lots of big conversations. And Sir Kendall was sitting with, uh, right, the Senator Stroud mm-hmm. and Kefett I still and feel and
7: this Fryard. animosity. I know of it's past. I feel it, right? <laughs> yeah. Then and what happened was, after that? There the this super rivalry. Um,
5: so once basically things have resolved, um, the main senator that had been instigating these things had been really, you know, the guy creating all these machinations behind um, everything that that was going on and really trying to keep, um, you know, King Fae out. Um, Sildren, being a druid of balance, understood that like this person would never see that balance they would always be working towards you know a a wrong end so he ended him. <laughs>
4: <Sure> <laughs> By he ending but it but you mean you, you his throat yeah, and, and then toss
5: him into the crowd yeah you threw him over the yeah. balcony
0: yes. which to me seems so out of character for Sildren, but no it defined his character from the, that point on right truly on the same balcony no less
2: as the speech from the last episode. Roger yeah. <laughs> mind your king.
0: Um, I, for me as a game master, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys for big moments like this, um, but at the same time I'm like, okay, if they fail, what might happen then? Then it would be okay, all these different uh, forces are trying to vie for control. The honor kind of trying to help out the senator. Okay, he might try to then become a leader figure then. Mm -hmm. You guys would be expelled from the city. He could then become a major threat. I don't know, but blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking all these things, great. What I'm realizing now, though, I don't know what the odds are, but it's not a 50-50. You succeed or you're kicked out and and that guy, it's more of maybe 50-50, 50% you guys succeed, 10% he takes that role of power, and 40% you guys are wiped out, because you're so deeply, I'm yeah. just now realizing yeah. it, so deeply committed, and it's like, yeah, the stakes yeah. are it's just super high. It's not, okay, let's retreat from this battle, because right. you're, everything's right there. Um, and I just yeah. now am kind of realizing that. And the thing that
2: topped this episode <laughs> off uh, was that Phaon decided to honor us and give us all titles. Should we choose to accept them.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple of us did. Yeah, so that is the next episode, 21. So the king, that whole arc is now finally done. This big political arc started way back when. Uh, 21 is new friends, old foes. So uh, we gave uh, the players options, what they wanted to do, what they thought their characters would do. And we had a couple retire. We had Iggy retire from the adventuring group. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what, what did DMT he choose too. to be?
1: He chose to uh, be captain of the guard of Mirskan. For uh, the King's Guard.
2: All right, and then Idrassil
0: also took a step over Yeah, Idrassil
2: decided to become one of the wardens, or the the head warden, um, and go out uh, as a ranger and um, help—his main task was to get rid of the Brotherhood, um, but also just uh, go out and find other rangers uh, out in Navarre
0: um, and bring back uh, Fayon's name. And then uh, we never saw those, those people ever no, again, they, right? They <laughs> but then, to replace those, we had two new characters. Who do we have, Seth? Uh, well, we had uh, Palik, the
1: rogue, who uh, we had met as an NPC several episodes prior. And, uh, um, yeah, she came right in, um, gave everybody a bunch of crap. <laughs> uh, everybody! Everybody. Uh, especially Xaner, who... Um, Secretly, she liked a little bit,
4: but he liked her a whole bunch. Not secretly at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, kind of over-the-top smitten with, I don't know what to do with feelings! (laughs)
0: Uh, And then we had another Uh, We also met
2: Master Yaru, the monk, the catfolk monk, who's a panther. Um, He's a... uh, he doesn't think himself wise, nor does nor do many other people. Um, but he is uh, a monk from the Three Winds Temple. Um and he has found his way somehow in mirskan um, looking for this great evil um that his monastery um has been kind of studying and searching for as they try to perfect uh, themselves and reach ultimate balance with uh varen and whatnot but in his studies and training he's seen these dark clouds and visions which led him to varen uh to meet up with eventually Polik, who um led him into the pit for some reason probably to loot some stuff uh, mm-hmm. and then we found these adventurers and they've their cause kind of aligned, so he decided to join with
0: them. Um, and he brought our next quest, which was a dark feeling, or sensation, like a Jedi-type yeah. feeling, leading him towards those pits again, mm-hmm. which takes us to the next two-ish... One ish episodes of Bridges of Death. So you guys went down, and there you mm-hmm. found that shadow guy, Raineth. Yep. Uh, there again. Why are, you,
5: why are you, what's going on over there, Chris? The Bridges of Death. I
0: remember them. Yeah.
6: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Those bridges <just> sucked. <laughs> Uh, and you guys uh, encountered Raineth again, and I think a big... And he uh, had to flee. Um, and then you guys got a map, I think was another big part of that. A weird, cryptic, s- symbolic map of what exactly?
4: Uh let's you, you see. you remember? Floating desk over... It said, the awakening has begun. The bone has awoken the king. The fate of the world has been written. It, it was a map of... I, I have it written down as nexus gates, but I don't know if that was uh, just hopeful. I think that was a hopeful map of what that yeah. was. Like more,
7: didn't they find more than a map?
2: Bone fragment
4: I, I must
7: be extracted a, a map, from the tower. In fact, of the sh- of the gates themselves, but the map kind of wrote itself. Right, and we had, like, the a bones bones dated out.
2: itself. The
0: bones belong to Scorch and ban- yeah, <laughs> yeah, All right,
7: remember. the next two adventures
0: I think we can uh, sum up with uh, this one. Uh, our defenders have just cleared the Temple of Solene from an evil. There was this big evil presence oh, yeah, around yeah. Solene. The king has given them about three different uh, tasks that he would like some help with. Uh, they immediately started helping there. Sir Brenros, I think, was given an offer or a decision
7: around. At, right after that, do you remember anything at all about that? Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> the king wanted to give Brenros uh, ah. the Brackenwall Keep. Brack, was that? Yeah, oh, yeah that's right. The place where Jix give me command of that keep. Uh, Brenros declined because he felt that Jix probably wouldn't want that, mm. and uh, wanted to look after his party some more. I think is mm-hmm. what that. Yeah, so he felt pushed to.
0: Should have taken the castle, man. <laughs> <laughs> it
7: was crazy when it was off. <laughs>
0: the next two adventures were self-contained, uh mini uh fun. Uh 25 and 26 were the essentially the nightmare in Moss Haven, this more call of Cthulhu style adventure, which was fun. Um, but we can move right on. Right after that was we start hitting the high seas. Oh, yeah. Uh, we start heading out west to the Thousand Isles. This is Adventure 27, striking gold. Uh their course seems a little unclear, but one thing is crystal clear: there's gold to be had. Polik has a few tricks up her sleeve. But Xander knows how to deal a cold hard blow when it comes to a bigger golden prize. Not sure what that means, uh, but you guys start heading out west. Um, with 27. 28, though, seems more interesting. 28, The Tale of Captain Jagged is the name of this episode. Mm, Permission to come aboard. The emissaries of the King of Navarre continue their journey to the Thousand Isles after a light snack of fresh seafood, or is it the seafood snacking on them? Either way, there was seafood and snacks. Good job, Tim.
3: I remember that one. (laughs)
0: Uh, Xander is always a hoot after a few sips of a pint, but serious business awaits. Uh, You guys want to talk about uh, the, 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 the sea ponies and all the goodness. Yeah, well,
7: this was uh, this was our our new our new charge. Well, what the heck was his name? How Maybe. dare you?
6: <laughs> <laughs> How dare How you know, you know,
7: I know that Eyes. Mad Eyes. Mad Eyes. Yes. That's what it was. Captain yes. Mad Eyes of the
4: Taints,
5: who got pushed a little too far by our
4: party. <laughs> not yet. No, no, not point. yet. There, there was there was definitely a level of the. We Captain Mad Eyes is under the coin of the king. Mm-hmm. So he gets to, to have his ship as long as he does what whoever the king works with says and takes him to those places. And we as ambassadors of the king took full advantage. Yeah, uh, yeah a
5: little uh we, a little, we were <laughs> a little snotty about
2: it. Yeah, <laughs> were <laughs> <ship? laughs>
4: yeah, and uh so there was there's was a lot of traveling back and forth, right? We heard uh, about Captain Jagged and how he was this impossible-to-kill ghost ship pirate that came out every 10 years. And we, the only way we could get information would be to go to the Isle of the Dead or to speak with the Blood Gypsy. And uh, so we decided to do all of them. And we went, we went <laughs> island hopping on uh, Mad-Eye's Dime from, from space to space to space uh, to, to go find what we needed to do to defeat... Captain Jagged, because after leaving uh, the Moss Haven that you were mentioning, it seemed to be a, a pretty intense threat and something that we felt we needed to take on.
0: Um, the next uh, Adventure 29, A Manly Treasure, I think is primarily you guys going to a pirate town, interacting with mm-hmm. a pirate lord type <laughs> guy.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: God, <it's delightful>. uh, <laughs> but then uh, I think a better landing point is Adventure 30, The Undead Island. I want to talk about The Undead Island? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. There's some interesting NPCs that cropped up a bit.
5: Yeah, Sir Brenners, you want to have that conversation?
7: trying to remember. I remember... <laughs> He's old. You Got made, old. A, you made uh, a compact with somebody? We and oh, encountered... Yeah. It was that, that was the one. Okay, so what we have <laughs> going on here is, is a behind-the-scenes, pseudo-clandestine communication between uh, Serbrenros and... Scordunar, And it, it's done in this kind of standoffish kind of way, but ultimately... Brenros decides to make a pact with Skordranar to essentially allow more or less free passage as long as we're dealing with his bigger issue, mm-hmm. whenever that, you know, whatever that was. Uh, we hadn't determined exactly what that oh, right, was. Right. And uh true to his word, you know, if we came across things of an undead nature that he was in control of, they didn't overtly attack us, that kind of thing. Uh, which allowed us to go into this island and, and deal with some problems. However, we also ran into Raineth again now, on I, that one. And that was the point I was going to say, is this actually happened in reverse order. Oh, reverse
4: Because we, 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 we went through an entire island of zombies. Oh, zombies yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Okay. We found a Tower of Scorch went down and found Raineth. Who was... Hella stronger than the last time we oh. saw him and was yeah. absolutely decimating us. He used chained lightning for the first time mm. that like got each of us mm-hmm. for 70 okay. points of damage. Xenor wrote that one down really quick. <laughs> 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 Do remember this yeah. spell? Yeah. We're coming back to this. Uh, but yeah, that was in the middle of that fight that you got involved. Oh, yeah, smoke. that's right. And then uh, you had the conversation, and then when you popped out of it, Rainith stopped. And like the fight just. Ended. We're
7: like, ah, ah! hey, what? hey. <laughs> oh, uh, this was also your your big uh, clever, most clever moment I've ever seen in a game, too. What's that? Uh, and it was this one, wasn't this it? This was it. Yeah. This was it. Uh, so Xander is uh, amazing at coming up with fun ways to defeat this. So uh, we were trapped in a big room and. Uh, all kinds of nasty creatures, but the one creature in particular at the end of this uh, room was yanking on this chain, which was opening up a roof, oh, which what? all these undead Gosh. things were going to just fall in. That's right. Uh, but Xanner had this amazing idea, he'd been gifted with what was an immovable bar, <laughs> and he just, <laughs> just flies, he stops this chain, yep. dead in its tracks, flummoxed the undead beast that was pulling on it, wasting all of that time, saving us countless oh. damage, and it was the most amazing thing, and you just, just, yep. yeah, this is what I yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs>
1: I'm clever. So here's
7: a couple things I of so because he
1: also built the wall to get he to uh, the wall. Yeah,
5: yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, it showed definitely
5: some utility that Xander's yeah, yeah, yeah. capable of. Absolutely.
6: There, there's
3: this bar floating literally in the middle of the air inside a chain link mm-hmm. just holding yeah. the chain in place and not letting it move yeah. it was beautiful
7: it yeah. absolutely beautiful.
2: it was one of those like tom dropped his jaw moments oh yeah like, mm-hmm. that's what you yeah. use
0: it for? <laughs> <laughs> I totally planned on that. Not, not what I planned. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, next three adventures are all tied to the same thing, and we I think we need to talk briefly about each of them, and they're all tied to uh, trying to defeat Captain the undead Captain Jagged. Oh, uh, so the man. first one of this trio is called All Capitals Kombucha.
6: Oh. Oh. So this is where uh.
0: every the, all the heroes are on a boat with all these different NPCs we've been talking and engaging with over all this time, and they're all all now trying to find the resting place or whatever of this Captain Jagged. And on the way there, somehow Tempers or something got flared and things got out of control and things didn't go well. The, One, you know, so there was a tempers were building, right? So they, there was why though? Why Is did that, that so,
3: happen? So, was I, I, I know kept, exactly why. Yeah, no. we
2: kept putting Mad Eyes in danger so, as so well. So we herbal. kept yeah. not only did we put him in danger, we kept in Yaru kept insisting. You work for the king. Yeah. You don't, you're don't. you not a pirate anymore. You're not anything you want to be. You're, yeah, yeah, have fun. You work for us because you work for the king, and we're basically the king right now because we're his emissary. So Yaru was, like, not being was, very respectful of yeah. the, the pirate. And Chris said to Alistair during the session, he was like, he's a pirate. Pirates don't care about this. I was like, yeah, but we work for the king. <laughs> so like, he's not going to get any money. So there was this whole thing of, like, Yaru just not... Getting it, not caring, like all this, all everything was misfiring. And I think and the leak had been yeah. kind of antagonizing the On top of that, top of that everyone that. else in our campaign was egging
4: Kids
5: that eye on had, over, uh, and over Permanently maimed, uh, but countless. Of yeah,
4: there. but I think children the boat, trapped you know. the boat at the zombie island yeah. just to make
0: sure. <laughs> oh, that's right. Leave really leave I was gonna leave that part out. <laughs> so, what happened? So,
4: light mutiny, <laughs> starting with a uh the cabin boy trying to get revenge on Jicks from believing him. Not Jix. Walking- I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Piercy. From walking out of the crow's nest and doing what he did, it was, uh, <laughs> he he drew blades on him. Piercy responded, and without intending to, I believe. Flat out murdered. Him. They cut <laughs> kind <of, kind> of <laughs> Sometimes was you're
5: just too good of a swashbuckler.
4: <laughs> Sometimes you
5: hold your blade when, but
4: yeah. Um, but like that was the them. final step. It, it was no longer the yeah. we're just fighting against each other. You yeah. just killed. Right. With his this crew. is where
2: we learned that only Yaru can do non-lethal attacks. <laughs> <laughs> right. For any reason. For any
4: reason. And so uh, the captain attempted to defend the rest of his ship and the defenders killed mad and his crew and now
0: took over the Tainted now, Waters. Now, you
4: gave him a chance. No, you didn't. <laughs>
0: it was a pillaging. All right, so you guys now have control over the boat. That takes us to the next Adventure yeah. 33, where you decide to continue on this perilous <laughs> quest into the episode named The Maelstrom. Oh, yeah. So you guys are l- diving into a massive environmental hazard of this massive swirling storm. Behind you is Captain jagged while you're trying to solve this puzzle, how to figure out how to, because you don't want to take him head on. You want to get access to him his weak spots. Um, so let's briefly just talk about this so, one.
7: The start of this is extraordinarily interesting. We went from invading the Island of the Dead, a face-off with Raineth, and a whole bunch of other nasty things, and without a day of rest, mm. go right to the Maelstrom. So we are starting with Badly beaten individuals exhausted oh, with magic. Yeah. And right. here comes Captain Jagged over. <laughs> it's just like, okay. That's here
0: we go. right.
7: So now we we'll know. talk about the rest.
1: Well, we didn't know what to do either. And uh, we sure didn't want to go into this maelstrom because if that only there were terrible. a
4: crew that That's could right. sail the boat for Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah Baleak took over as captain yeah. and Did. uh, didn't
7: do great. This also started one of our morality challenge at some point.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah, that was coming up because it, mm. I, I don't know if that was in this episode. Was it this one yet, where I, we almost yeah, killed the I old lady? It was.
0: Yeah, it was this oh. one.
7: Yeah. Um, Is
5: this one. I think you're referencing something else, too,
7: right? Am I? I, I don't... What I'm, uh, I'm... I'm referencing... We had someone who was unconscious was gonna get coup de grade with... Fiel. Fiel. Mm-hmm. Fiel. Fiel. Yeah. Fiel. So, Pelique... And I forgot what the whole reason and We why. had this dagger
3: just... that we were given. Oh yeah, that's right. By Raynus. By two brothers. And as a kind of truce, like peace treaty, kind of, here's a dagger. We're both ultimately, after you know, enemy of my enemy is my friend. um, if you're in trouble, use this dagger and you'll have all the help you need. But you have to kill an innocent person. But you have to kill an innocent person with the dagger to get it
5: to, oh, to trigger. It was he technically, summoned. he never said you had to kill them, he said you had to stab them. Like I'm
2: pretty sure. I think he said kill. Imp- implementation. Yeah. And the party was.
1: let Palik keep that dagger.
2: Well, yeah, 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 he gave it to Brenrose. <laughs> Brenrose yeah. somehow ended up with Palik. I don't know how we did that, but yeah. yeah but regardless. Did you steal it? Um, doesn't matter. Yeah. So regardless, we're on the ship in this in panic, and there's a woman on the ship. Uh, she's unconscious. Unconscious. This old woman, probably battered, beaten, broken. That we rescued uh, from the Tower of Scorch. Yeah. That's how we got her. That's right. Uh, and Polik like, goes under the sail, like, under the canvas, and, like, hides from everybody with her, and, like, has the dagger out, and Yaru somehow sees the commotion or whatever, and stops her from doing this, and then, like, lifts the veil, <laughs> like, hey, guys! <laughs> she's about to do the thing and <laughs> so we stopped her from doing that. Uh um, she's like, let's do it. You know. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that it was, was huge answer, morality she's, test. She's at um, the end of
3: her long lived life anyway. So we
2: ended
4: up not doing right. it. We we not do it. Doing and it. then the entire boat got Only sunk. because she came to consciousness
2: before it <laughs> out. Oh, possibly. Yeah. It didn't help she was like <laughs> <a night. laughs> yeah we, uh, Actually, I think you're right, Chris, because she woke up and she was like, "Oh, thank you for saving me. Thank uh, you so right. much." And Blake was like, "Yeah, no problem. Sure, get this." Shit.
7: <laughs> so to add to this disaster, uh, we come broadsides with the uh, Captain Jaggett's boat. Yep. Yeah. And they start blowing the crap out of us. We can't oh, yeah. get to them. They can we certainly can't reach us. To reach them. They could, yeah. And Gradually, we are descending into the master with a lot
0: of swimming and stuff. Um, so for me, it, yeah. danger-wise, you've got this storm and you guys not being uh, sailors, yep. you've got this undead threat, and then there's this whole other, you've gotta go into underwater, which again, just raises the stakes again of breathing yeah. and armor and all this stuff. So that was, again, very perilous, but you completed whatever you needed to do, and now you're going down underwater and you're taken to the next episode <laughs> called-
3: no, no, that was the break. Of the first episode, yep. when we went into the the world, the
0: that, Maelstrom. that's the end of the Maelstrom. Is you guys going down in the next episode is episode third adventure thirty four, Monkey Sea, Monkey Poo, <laughs> uh, with C spelled S E A. I call it uh, the Five Spires episode, yeah. and that's where you guys now come up out of into some magical other water place, um, completely different than where you're at before. And this is Captain Jagged's. Uh, tropical-ish spire lair place.
1: That episode opens Mm -hmm. uh, with our our, uh, cold read, or our our script, and Alistair was the only one that got that script that day because Tom uh, <laughs> laid a pretty big guilt trip on us for almost killing uh, an
2: yeah. innocent lady. It was Fiel's backstory. Oh. it was her whole backstory. It was really yeah, cool. really. It was. It was,
1: nice.
5: was awesome. He
2: was he was like a good for us. person.
5: Very <laughs> gringy. The yeah, whole, whole time <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of guilt going
2: around. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, um, we were, but yeah, so we, we ended up out at these five spires, which we might have seen before somewhere. Mm. Um, one one in one previous in your party had seen before, yeah. One person had seen before. But well, um, what happened there? Uh, so we get there. What the previous time or this? Time? No, what uh, happens uh, there? Yeah. yeah, so we get there and we are trying to decide which spire um, has what we're you know has we're lost. We're in the middle of nowhere. How do we get out? We don't see jagged. Anywhere we don't see anything, so we go to the first spire we can find, and there's a bird statue on top of it, I believe. Um, no, that or, or, doesn't matter. There's menaces. There's a like a it's seemingly ancient monkey baboon thing that's swinging from tower to tower, and there's chains connecting all these towers and stuff. Um, but on one of them, there's a, a building. There's like a um, a, a castle a structure of some kind. Um, And we get inside of it, and there's a ship on another one that's, like, on the edge. It's about to collapse, and one of the clues that we have is uh, sink the ship again, I believe, Mm -hmm. or sink the sunken ship or something like that. Um, So we have all of these, like, clues of uh, what is it that we're supposed to—how do we get back? How do we— you know what? Are we what is it? We're here to find
4: more puzzles, which we love and yes, do so well. <laughs> <laughs> lots, lots of good puzzles. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> and what happens? We we
4: solved them. We 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 made it our way through the puzzles. At least it felt like we did, and we were able to get inside the actual chamber of uh, Captain Jagged and, and yeah. find out a bit more of his backstory and kind of where he comes from and also find, more importantly, his vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. We found that the, the thing that would cause him weakness, it was a locket, mm-hmm. I believe, and if we, when we right. destroyed the locket, of, of his, uh, there yeah. was a huge, uh, like, thunderclap that happened the moment we broke it and Captain Jagged appeared. And yeah. started taking us down and attacking, mm-hmm. and the entire spire started sinking. Oh. If
2: I recall, there was massive waves. Waves were crashing. Yeah, sure. and yeah. what was left of our ship when we arrived was like sinking again because he was attacking it. Even for, so, Fiel was on that ship. You know. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So. Our, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was just saying that our our ship was going down, so
4: it kind of came down to the like we have to do it here, and yeah. uh, and the fight. Happened, we got on the ship, we started fighting him and, and, and going through the entire entire battle of yeah, Captain the, Jagged's ship. The taint blew up, <laughs> yeah, The taint one.
0: blew
7: up, right? <laughs> it we was destroyed yeah. on Jagged's ship. Yeah. And right. you
0: guys fought Great Captain thing. Jagged and you killed him, and that fight was easier than I think anyone anticipated. Yeah, but it was because you you did different yeah. steps to gain bonuses. and I, mean, I was like, should I ramp it up in the middle of fighting? No, these yeah, guys are on this the, they, along the way and all this, there were clues that yeah. like, if we destroy this, it helps make pin, it easier. Yeah. So I thought that... It'll make him angrier, fine. but stronger but weaker at the same time. So now this threat is gone from the sea and everything's great except not because now the next three episodes I think we can group together uh, 35, 36, 37 uh, including Fire and Ice and the aptly named Home by Nightfall K-N-I-G-H-T Now we have had essentially two major threats up to this point. We have had uh, this Onocrine Golden group Group just lightly d- dipping in every now and again. A much more uh, on-the-nose threat again, but more frequently dipping in And that Scorgenar in his undead presence. Now we have this big third threat uh, that we're talking about here as everything gets a little cold on the aisles.
4: Not just that, but I just want to point out, like you were talking about, the ongoing uh, tapped-out people. By finishing off Jagged, Brenros ended up at dying level five. Oh, and yeah. He would have died. Would have died. If he had not been oh. hard to kill. Because the, uh, the, the jagged ship blew <laughs> up, too. <Yes. laughs> and it, yeah, And it would have absolutely killed him, but his shield took the entire brunt yes, that's right. and was destroyed, which yeah. was a big part of, of what he did. Yara went to a dying level three, and Polite was a dying level two, and that's how we ended. Oh, and we were cool. on a
2: dinghy. At that point, sailing right. the seas, trying Not to get—they
4: were in the water. <laughs> we, we, were, yeah. we had to yeah. find them first. Right. We're on, yeah. uh,
2: People had to be saved out of the water. Yeah, big, big dramatic. It
5: was Sildren and Xander, yeah. I think. Yeah, um,
2: basically mean, gathered to everybody. To, the, to get to like the colder area, we got there on a dinghy. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. There were no yeah. ships anywhere, so we got—we sailed for weeks on a dinghy, and it was taking weeks longer than usual. Some for some yeah, reason, mm-hmm. the weather was getting worse and whatnot. Eventually, we came to this. Um,
3: we had the magical yurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, on <laughs> the
2: was that? a magical yeah. yurt. That but last, the end that re- lasted so many campaigns.
0: The end result for me, I think we can skip ahead. Is yeah. you, there's this now cold, icy dragon threat coming from the north and spreading further south as a physical army called the Colium Army yep. or Colium Dragons. You might hear that phrase uh, with a lady queen dragon by the name of
5: Charice.
6: Char-
0: Charice, um, and it. These three episodes ending with Home by Nightfall ended with a big escape and a big moment, I think. So you're dealing with this dragon, trying to figure out this new threat, these little uh, uh, flying dragonkin guys, and then escaping with, okay, there's a new threat. How did you escape and how did that turn out? Kind of didn't. Really?
2: <laughs> okay. Not for a long
3: time. Uh,
0: How did that moment end? So yeah. yeah if we
3: barricaded knows. ourselves behind uh, a wall, a protective wall. We um, found. Well, I think it was a, a nexus, nexus point. point. We found a, a nexus point, point, and we were all doing our damnedest to channel. We had to, like charge that nexus point yeah. up. Right. Yep. Yeah so that we
7: could get back. Um, and Sir Brenrose stepped to the, out yeah, to role, face... the rolls were not going well. If I, no. Yeah, oh, the the entire time. so
5: Sir Brenrose stepped out to um, face down Char Ice to give us time. And
4: he did, as truly. far as we can tell, yeah. he was killed because the, the last moment that we remembered that ended was Char Ice ripping the wall off and blasting all of us at the last moment that we could do the the Nexus event to get that ready. I'm going to put
7: this in with the recap. He did actually manage to cut her.
4: <laughs> yeah.
5: All
0: yeah. that for a drop yeah. of blood.
7: Oh, <laughs> drop of blood. Um, um, and then, it was a
5: natural 20, wasn't it? Oh, or something God. like something that. Something yeah, yeah. big. Yeah. big. high roll,
4: yeah. yeah. We got the cut in, uh, and then the rest of us didn't make it.
2: She literally froze us in time,
0: yep. but didn't know it. Yeah, she, she didn't no know one it. this knew was ability, no, But
2: no. she froze us and that entire structure, um, Nexus Point in all, at where it was, and for four or six months, 133 days. Thank you. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 27 hours, 52 minutes. Um, we were trapped, frozen, uh, in, ice. frozen in ice. Eventually. Who else but Callie and Vero yeah came and us up, thought us out. Um, and we, uh, uh,
0: we, yeah, continued our adventure.
2: We, we, we uh, ended up in the Nexus.
0: Yep, back at the Nexus. Back the Nexus. Ported us back to the Nexus. Um, and that fast-forwarding of time then uh, allowed that ice dragon char ice threat to just really start to yeah. grow and spread so you guys are not coming back just kind of on it's the back nice heels like, oh shoot what's going on it's like yeah, winter, winter almost cold. everywhere yeah, um,
5: yeah and- by the time we hit Mirscon again there's like so much had happened
0: so that means that is our third character death of the campaign with Sir Brenros and the fifth character to leave since we had two others right. leave. So a lot of change. And then uh, with that, Christopher, you came back with a new character. Who was that?
7: Bolly Ashbeard, a dwarven, uh, a dwarven priest who was mistakenly, which was very funny, thought to be a dwarven warrior. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for quite a
5: while, yeah. or at least for good reason, like warrior priest type, paladin you know, type, yeah, yeah. yeah, paladin. You know, um, you know, the cleric with the uh, chain armor or whatever, but deceptively very
7: armor. soft and squishy, but uh, nonetheless devoted to his art. And this uh, cleric uh, mm-hmm. dwarf now had joined the party from from uh, uh, emissary yeah. group, wandering emissaries.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that was a cool moment. Uh, to role play, just because the king was kind of arguing with the dwarves and all the other people um, about what to do against this threat and how to handle it and they were all a lot of uh, The dwarves I believe were kind of like no just ignore it. We live our own lives and uh, Bali was like no, this is the true threat This is what our people have fought for thousands of years, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so certainly
7: I, put a point on it. For yeah, I it really, yeah, I thought it was a really, I
2: thought it was really powerful moment.
7: And uh, it was also fun to get back into a dwarven character.
0: Cause mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we can then group the last five or six episodes all together into this cold, icy uh, army building arc of the Char Ice and the northern kingdom of where you guys are at. You guys are traveling up there to gain information, to provide support, to fight back if you can. So just all of that concept. What are the big takeaways from this Char Ice, which is nowhere near resolved? Um, yeah, well, we've entered
2: um, Ivoron, so we're now in the northern the second nor- northernmost kingdom closest to Jarvane. where actually uh, I know, yeah. we have a big map. We have a big map now. <laughs> um, so we're further north. We have uh, more contacts with um, a lot of the, the Nordic um, people who are a lot more war-heavy and facing this threat head-on. Um, we've got a couple of the generals. We've taken down a general or two from the Colium Army. That's right. Don't forget um, our important NPC. We have... Yeah, I mean, feel free to share. Okay, go for
0: it, Tim. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> oh
2: God! So, so I uh, said don't forget. one of the keys that um, we met a blood gypsy in the Thousand Isles, and one of the key um, clues that she gave us is that we have to find um, one who will help us um, defeat char Ice and she is the she is this key to solving it all, though she may not know it. Um, and, and she can't know it. She can't know it, and it's uh, uh, in the form... Uh, you was screwing the pooch on that real bit. Um, but uh, <laughs> it, this uh, this help comes in the form of a young girl named Yelena, who we eventually find, and we actually save her just in the nick of time um, as there are Akolian guards after her. Um,
7: and then she but, saves us. And then she saves us time and again, oh, yeah. And the fun part of this, too, with all this adventuring, there's this ongoing morality push right you know how long do we carry this innocent who can be very powerful yeah. and devastating but still as a young girl yeah, yeah. That we're putting in front of, of the dragons. dragons and whatnot
2: yeah um so we have uh re-entered the kind of front lines with um civilian in tow I, I guess as it were, it were. Uh, We We entered entered a a, uh, kind of a conscript. A forest. (laughs) We entered the uh, serene forest, I think, um, to the endless pond where we found our next clue. We actually found one of these. um, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it created this giant dome of like a paradisical uh, landscape for two miles um the, the, the giant ice di- 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 sphere uh the sphere. Di- 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 thank you yes thank you um yeah. while we uh, were in near the thousand islands uh, we found, found uh one of those, uh, those as well um but now but we're, we're in, the, in the kind of the middle of the continent at the endless pond we found and destroyed this rift sphere um where we also uh found a dragonkin mage a Colia mage who Claimed to be on our side somewhat, but... Uh, uh, not upon. really on our side, I guess. Our, yeah, right. he, he was told of
5: prophecy that we would yeah. kill him, I guess, if he stood against us. So he actually, like, surrendered and gave yeah. us, like, actionable intel, mm-hmm.
2: um, and we were able to, um,
5: I guess, use that to some extent. Yeah, we let
2: him go, essentially, yeah. and told him... He he, he was keep all, heading east, yeah, I mean. keep heading east, and he try, try to be, you know warn your kind as yeah you know, as, know, as, as much, much as he will, will you know. And yeah. yeah. then it
7: takes it's us to present day, day, doesn't it? Almost. Well, there's one big event,
5: event that yeah. we aren't mentioned yeah. that.
2: W- so Xander, Xander destroys the rift sphere, and it creates a nuclear explosion for all intents and purposes, and completely destroys the snowy. Affectation and um, oh, yeah, magic right. that Jarlice is trying to uh, create over this land, so, so it immediately starts to get warm. warmer, um, and, and we, we are now... And there's been a dragon, yeah, we now have we're to decide. It's so so not so, um, full-size dragons. Yeah,
7: I was like, like, yeah
5: one the, of, because it, there had been a big dragon tormenting um, the major city there, and I Ivaran, I forget yeah. what it is. Um, mm-hmm.
2: And then that came to, came after us. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we didn't realize it, but he was hunting us, hunting us right, uh, apparently. And so, in, so in our, one of, of our last locations, he was at just after us. And then the next place he was, he going, was going, he had, might have known we were there because. Um, Do you remember where we were when he? Yeah, yeah he, we were actually in a tower of Scorgnar, and um and we had, had just spoken to Scourgeonar again. Um, and kind of botched that 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 a little bit bit (laughs) as well. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Thanks, (laughs) Kalik. We appreciate
2: (laughs) it. (laughs) Um, So So just just after that meeting, as we're coming back up the stairs, stairs, there there are Coalium guards guards at the door and 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 a giant Vodak waiting for us, and he rips the tower tower apart and all this. Um, But eventually we kill him, and we go on our merry way.
0: And then it ended with you guys finding a Nexus yes. pedestal type Nexus thing. Nexus so, quill. Yes. To I mean, to a, go, a quill man. to go back to the Nexus, which Correct. is... Correct, yes. Right. Okay. And where are we yeah. at now? The, the, Stop there for tonight. The guy that,
4: uh, <laughs> the, the guy that surrendered to us, Hattrick, he, he provided a Nexus quill. Yes. Which, uh, he Xander, he I, I can't even tell you, tre- treasures
2: more than anything. Well, this is another campaign campaign-changing event yeah like this is a Xander, Xander, changing, Xander changing event
4: but, but yeah Xander, with the power of this quill once it's fully charged up can draw runes and create a nexus point anywhere that he is once it's charged up and then use that to get back to the nexus to keep everyone safe when a, everyone
0: a permanent teleportation point to your fortress of solitude that no one yeah. else can use that no one else that's can crazy use.
5: yeah super amazing And we now have one on the hill atop uh the
0: lake that over the, the lake, lake. Yeah. Comes yeah. that's that has so that insight. ends with the group still needing to deal with this char ice dragon and her army de- dealing several blows but still needing to deal with that you you still have a million other side quests you still have the Scourge on our undead uh this honor crin perhaps lingering in the background there's and there's
3: still another dragon
0: there's yeah, still it's another it's dragon. dragon. Um,
2: I, I wanted to mention really quickly, quickly char- while you were you yeah, were talking it about it, uh, Tim. None <laughs> of us know about <laughs> that dragon. None, none of the characters know because Jix knew about that dragon, Idrisil knew about, about the about dragon,
0: dragon, and Iggy knew about the dragon. Well, Bolly knows. Yeah. Bolly knows. It oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's mentioned several times. Um Any takeaways yeah. from all of this conversation tonight over the last two hours?
6: Let's get started.
4: Can Italian for helps. <laughs>
0: Pretty badly. For me, it's how much adventure we have yeah. done. I mean, there's uh, so much uh great lines uh great comedy fun battles and great npcs small npcs moments drama that we just glossed over and didn't even talk yeah. about uh with these highlights and how much we, oh man you how guys much just got episode so episodes?
7: everything
0: yeah um, the number is 62. 62 62
7: and each episode's about three hours yep.
0: three and a half hours on average it's
7: only about 900 it's only about 200 almost 200 of
0: hours of content Jeez. It's Massive. So, Maybe for everyone
2: who already, already went back, back and, and watched, watched episode one till now.
0: now, go back and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and another thing I liked when we started this tonight was. Um, just for me as a game master is hearing the uh, small hints of the foreshadowing yeah. just dropped in early on that would barely be mentioned 10 episodes later and finally come to fruition 40 episodes later. That's really fun. That's rewarding for me. Yeah. yeah.
5: Also, if anybody listening happens to know where Edward the Horse was left... Um- <laughs> a big debate about that. We really don't remember
0: where we left our horse. so We're
6: still tied up somewhere. If you could help us out, that would be great <laughs> to let us
0: know. Any other closing thoughts?
2: Um, I mean, we've said it before, um, but I'll say it again. I think... One of the things, things that stuck, stuck out to me this time was your dedication to creating this world and the, the, the second age, world, the, the, the second age, third age, first the first age, all that stuff. We were just talking about with the the, the, underli- the, underlings, the, the underlings and right. Jerry, you were mentioning the elf statues, statues and, and everything, have, on, all, all the stuff underground, underground and in the pits and all that stuff. Like, you know, know that's, that's so – the amount of time it takes to create that stuff to just – that we're passing, you know, that means so much – to you it yes. just it, it goes to go. show how much it means to us too.
0: It does and it's fun and it's cool knowing it's there but again what you guys doing is yeah. just so much more important so much more interesting and yeah and and we said it before there could be a fourth age and just dealing with the history repercussions yeah. of what these guys have done right. is crazy cool.
7: So here's the fun part. We've gone from pre-pandemic adventuring pandemic adventuring now, post-pandemic adventuring. Well, not there. No, I mean uh,
3: okay. Pandemic adventuring. In, in
5: Post-quarantine.
3: Yeah. Post-quarantine, there you <laughs> go. Post-vaccine. Uh, quarantine
7: I personally am very excited to actually be in the same room and actually do this yeah. adventuring again. It's sure, great. You guys stayed safe, which is awesome. awesome. Any listeners out there, I hope you're staying safe. But yeah, this is a big deal, getting back together face-to-face, the same room. And there you go.
0: Yeah, and thanks for everyone for uh, listening, for tuning in, for watching the YouTubes, for joining us on the live stream. Uh, we do this stuff because it's fun and getting that feedback from you guys. Um, by all means, take a look at our Discord. Join the conversation there. We always love hearing your thoughts on each of the uh, adventures. That stuff's always great. Um, we absolutely appreciate your support. Thank you for your patience while we've set up our studio. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, we will uh, end our recap uh, here. Uh, thank Thank you so much, and hopefully, we will see you next time on the next adventure of season three.